Eleven O'Clock Comics, episode one hundred and seventy nine. What a strong out, baby. Just get in. Get he's he's buzzed. I am buzzed. Yes, you are. Nice. Uh oh. I had to after reading this week's comic. <laughs> wow! So I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I've read like Damn, a uh, yeah. I was gonna say really. Wow! I'm I'm I don't think I've ever looked forward to an episode as much as this one because first week we were all well. First week I wasn't there. Well, right? Yeah, we were here. Yeah, you were yeah, here. Best week ever. <laughs> <laughs> second but, best. Second best episode of the year, right, David? That's right, Chris. <laughs> Bitches. But uh, and last week, David and I pretty much touched base before we went in, and I knew he enjoyed the stuff that I enjoyed. So it was okay, and I was. But this week, it seems like we're all over the place, disagreeing and and anti. And well, if, if we means you. No, yeah. it doesn't. Mean me. Again, Vince and I just briefly touched on before we grabbed Chris, and there it is. We 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 do disagree. One area. There's one thing that 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 keeps, and I know where we're, we're talking about this. There's one thing that keeps Batman number one from getting over this. Still the McBeans. Not, I'm not. There's just one Don't page spill. that keeps it from happening. But uh, what I've read so far, I'm surprised at what I have enjoyed, and I'm I'm looking forward. To, you see, just just like last week, where the first couple hours, you're I was like, you're wasting it all. No, he's you're not. Wasting it. I'm, no, 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 you're he's the boss, Christopher. Just, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like last week, <laughs> by the time I finished reading everything from last week, it it ended higher than it started. I, I right, right. was like that too. Last week, you was just like, that. wow, you know, la, la, the first week everything was, you know, everything we read was slamming. The first couple offerings we've read so far this week, not so much. And I'm, I'm I don't know if it's wow. gonna go on on the opposite end of this. But I mean, like I said, I haven't read everything that you guys have read so far this week. Yeah. So I, well, I, I started. This week I started at the at the tippity top, the the ice cold peak of greatness, and there was nowhere to go after that but down. Wow. Do we want maybe like do we want to do we want to like start the episode and then talk about this stuff? Oh, I look at you! No, we didn't start yet because we didn't do the introductions. <laughs> because right. let's introduce it the right way. This the, Chris is like such the ringleader. He's chided me last week because I was like, stepping on. on. There's no rules here. This is chaos. God damn it! It's Keep eleven it o'clock chaos. So uh, this episode. No, hey, welcome. Eleven o'clock comics <laughs> episode one seventy nine. I am Hello. Vince B. Hi, everybody. Yes, you. Yes, you are. And I'm Christopher Neesman. Hello. I'm David Price. Hi, everybody. Oh yeah, and of course I'm Kieran Culkin. Mm. <laughs> no, you are not Kieran Culkin. I you wish I you was. Are? Yeah, Is he you know who's making money for the family now, and he's the only one banging Scarlett Johansson. Oh, oh really? Those Wait, pictures oh, last she, week, she, I was she, like, she, how she, did that happen? Wait, I thought she was with, uh, uh, um, No, I thought she was with Sean Penn for a hot minute. Yeah, she was. was with him for a hot minute. Yeah, she was. And she's like, oh, you're old. Okay, all right. She is such a fine example of womanhood. Mm, oh, my, my God, God, it hurts. It hurts. That, it hurts. That, 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 cell phone? The back end photo with the mirror? Oh, my God. Oh, oh. That girl, but, I mean, okay, now uh, cold, that girl's getting passed around like a cold. That's all right. We should pass her this way. <laughs> she's I'll be, an empowered woman. She I'll be more she than wants. happy to take it. But, no, yeah. you're not 
Mr. Um, Culkin. Him, Culkin. You are, are Jason Wood. And uh, this steamy episode of 11 O'Clock Comics has been brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com. Do not settle for retail under no circumstances. You can get your books for way below cover price, anywhere from 35 to 75% off. There's 75. Five. That's a lot of discount, people. And you're only going to find it in one place. Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com. While you're there, check out their digital wing, too, mydigitalcomics.com. Because if you don't like paper cluttering up your man cave, you can get digital stuff, which leaves no footprint at all, except a little bit of this space. So check them out, dcbservice.com, mydigitalcomics.com. All great, all good, all the time. There you go. All right. Yep. What's, uh, let's jump into uh, tonight's drink roll call. Uh, Wood, why don't you lead us off? Well, as you all know, my body's a temple, so uh, I'm drinking some Diet Dr. Pepper. <laughs> yeah, the, the aspartamine <laughs> temple. Wow, <sighs> wet down right off the bat. Well, I got uh, to look pretty for New York Comic Con, which is a mere month away, so uh, three weeks actually. So, Dude, Notice. you can go on a three-week binge and you'd still look pretty for New York. Seriously. That's what I'm doing. I'm going on a four-week binge. Like the opposite of the binge. You're oh, I see. oh, I see. Indulge yeah. for four weeks. I see what you did. Yes. He's saying you, you could still fuck look yourself good. up and you still look That's good. Well, right. I'm, no, I'm no Minka Kelly, but I do all right. Well, I know that uh, Vince will let us down, so David, why don't you pick us up? <laughs> uh, Holy shit, I got a surprise for you. Real? Is it yeah. Is it, is, it, is it not Hurricane? It's not Hurricane. It, it is, is one it? of one of my all-time favorite loggers. Yangling. I, I actually think it's better than Yingling. What? But, oh. Yeah, I do. I do. It's uh, Killian, Killian, Killian's Red. I think it's way better oh than mine. Oh, whack-tacular. You don't like Killian's? That is not a good look. Well, no, it's it's fine, but to compare it to Yingling is kind of like saying that uh, uh, like Gilbert Gottfried was as funny as Dom DeLuise. It's just I mean, it's different, oh. different, different zones, dude. Yeah. Yeah, wow. seriously. I'll taste good to my tongue. It's apples to the well, so, so does Taint. Yeah. I mean, Scarlet taint. <laughs> well, that's probably that's probably chocolate flavored. It's probably delicious. <laughs> well, David, since I Vince am, stepped uh, over you, I didn't. Sorry, you just yeah, passed me over, you bitch. I did. I did. It was, it's it's uh, it's your favorite, Chris. It's Merlot, but it's uh, it's by Bola. The Bola, the Bola Merlot. I thought you said. I thought you said well, Bola of True Blood. Um, if uh, if if this comes out on on Thursday, like I'm assuming, yeah. will uh, it is the last day of summer, which means that uh, that oh, fall has arrived. I know, crazy, isn't it? Uh, so fall is here, and that means that it's time to start breaking out the fall beers. And uh, this week, I have from uh, the fine folks at New Holland Brewing, right uh, right across the lake in Holland, Michigan, I have their Ichabod Pumpkin Ale. And uh, pumpkin ales are, are one of my favorite parts of fall. If you've not had one, it uh, it doesn't taste like pumpkin it has some pumpkin notes in it but it's got a lot of uh, cinnamon and spices and and uh you know nutmeg that kind of stuff it tastes like fall and it is just uh, a, a wonderful wonderful ale if it's done right there's some there's some pretty weak ones out there but new holland does a really nice one dogfish does a really good pumpkin ale and uh, and there's a few other really good it's it's one of the uh, i think 
uh, rising in popularity seasonal ales that you're seeing out there. Uh, I've I've noticed uh, new pumpkin ales uh, every year. It seems like there's three or four new ones. So if you can find them and uh, you're feeling a little adventurous, go out and get a pumpkin ale. They're yummy. There, there you go. Before we get into the comics stuff, you got something. Mm-hmm. I've got something. I do. I do too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First up, Me too. Me too. I have a, a listener email. Oh. Yes, this one was really good. Uh, he said, Hi Vince, my name is Joe Diano, and I live in Hobart, Tasmania. Wow. All the way over in Australia. Perfect. Yes, and I just wanted to say thank you very much for your podcast. I'm relatively new to reading comics, although I'm 42. I only started reading comics regularly in the last five years. Since then, I have been reading and collecting like a son of a gun. I discovered 11 o'clock comics about two years ago, and I love it. I can't miss an episode with you guys talking about comics so passionately. Jason, David, and yourself uh, feel like... And he did say Chris. Damn. No, I'm I'm omitting you because you're being a pain in the ass. And, uh, (laughs) And yourself feel like family now, and I appreciate your efforts to keep it going week after week. Again, thank you. Your podcast has inspired my friends and I to try our hand at a podcast. It's called alphanerd.me. That's alphanerd.me. It basically is really a bunch of guys talking about things that interest us, which includes comics, gaming, sci-fi. We also have a few interviews, one of which includes Jeff Lemire. I'm a huge, yeah, I'm a huge fan of his, and I was so happy to find out that he is a great guy to talk to as well. We hope to speak to Jeff Smith in early October, and we will be speaking to David Falconer, who is a senior concept designer for Weta Workshop and has done designs for Lord of the Rings movies. Anyway, I thought you might be interested in the Jeff Lemire interview. Here's the link for our website, which has the interview both as a downloadable podcast and a written transcript. Hmm. Putting too much work into it, guys. (laughs) Um, Wow. Yeah, don't do that. No, that's respect. That's <laughs> it makes, respect. It makes it makes the rest of us look bad. Yeah. No, no, let them. Hey, if they got the love, let them spread it around. And you can find the the Alpha Nerd uh, cast at www.alphanerd.me. A L P H A Alpha Nerd one word dot me. Uh, hope you get to listen, and if you want to send the link to any of the other guys at 11 O'Clock Comics besides Chris, because he's a son of a bitch, that would be great, too. <laughs> Thank you. Cheers, Joe. Joe Diano. Thank you, Joe. That's awesome. Yay. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. Make sure you people check that out, because anybody yeah. that will put up with our crap is good people. Definitely. Go. Jeff Lemire and Jeff Smith, they're they're starting hot Jeffs. right out of the gate. Yeah, Big Jeffins right there. The, I, actually, I think they should keep that theme and only interview Jeffs. That would be sweet. They're going to run out of people after a while. Somewhat limiting. Yeah, uh, but uh, i got to thank you before we move on. Uh, it's well, a, so it, what? You just go yeah, ahead. Though. You keep talking. Yeah, keep no, going. it's a quick one. Uh, uh, Templar, Mr. Matt Burden, was was right. crazy, yeah, that guy. crazy enough to send me uh, a copy of the Judge Dredd magazine. Oddly, oddly enough, it features a cover story of... Duncan Figredo, who I love, and he does Ooh. the cover, and there's a big Duncan Figredo interview in here, along with the uh, requisite uh, 2000 AD uh, material, and you get a free 64-page uh, graphic novel with it called Mercy Heights, book three. So the magazine, Judge Dredd mag- magazine, is 64 pages, and the graphic novel, which is book three of Mercy Heights, is 64 pages. So all in all, you get 128 pages of comics and features. 
It's a it's a good deal. I think it's yeah. it's you know, uh, the, uh, the only the only thing I don't like about Duncan Fergredo. Uh, nothing. What? His art is so expensive. Ah, uh, well, you know, yeah. so don't cost so my eyes nothing to look at it. I love him. Good turn. Oh. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's so good. So thank you, Matt. You didn't have to do that. You're silly, but I'm glad you did. So thank you. Nice. Yeah. So- so can one of us talk for a second? Or Stop go for it. yours. Go for yours, Jason. <laughs> cool. So uh, I got a little package in the mail uh, from one of our uh, faithful forumites, uh, Mr. Joshua Biddle, better known as The Question on the forum. Nice. Uh, he was having a little, yeah. little little sale, so I availed myself of some goodies, and he got them to me pronto. I mean, like in like a day or two. I don't even guys like wow, Amazon. He's better Prime. than uh, some uh, some comic professionals. Cool. I know, dude. He's like Amazon Prime up in this piece. But uh, so oh, in the in right. the mail today, I got uh, which I've been wanting for a long time. Uh, the two hard covers of the Sinestro Corps War. Um, which uh, I mean, I have the issues, but I really wanted these hard covers because it's definitely uh, still. Several years later, my favorite Green Lantern story of all time, uh, and then to, to uh, I'm a little late to the party here, but better late than never. Uh, Mr. Charles Burns uh, X'd out, crossed out, X'd out. Hey, oh, nice. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm gonna probably dive into that uh, this week, and uh, you know, once we get past this uh, DC month of celebration, maybe I'll roll back and talk about it. But um, and then I had a, a so I had a, th- a thank you for that. I had a congratulations to. The awesome by comics crew, Aaron and Evie, who had their 150th episode. So you know that as we having just been not too far away from our 150, we uh, yeah, it's pretty re- that's respect. You know that, that that means you've been doing it for a long time. So uh, props to them. And then of course the biggest news of the week. How could I not give a humongous happy 65th birthday to Mr. Alan New Mutant? Yay! Uh, <laughs> 60. Love you, buddy. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna get a massive discount with that AARP card that you carried that around. There you go. Y'all are so mean. Modern maturity, baby. He needs like a, a facial lift or something because he's got skin hanging off him like a sharpay. It's nasty. <laughs> they do make that grave uh, that, that just for men for beards, right? I know. Yeah. He he needed it from another spot too. Yes. Well, Alan's Alan's my uh, my buddy in the uh, the Alphas thread. I think we're we're both loving that show. And David, have you are you are you firmly entrenched in the show? You're you're, you're there. I'm I'm up. I've been there, but yeah, no, I'm I'm up to date. I posted my thoughts today. Are you getting over your getting over your feelings about Nina? Are you still? No. No. Well, she 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 was a little better this week. She 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 turned a corner for me this week. It's it's uh this week blew out the past couple of weeks out of the water. It was uh, it was really this good. Week, it was really yep. really good. And it's I was bummed to find out that uh, the season finale is next week. I know I know it's coming. It's here it is. And I I don't know what I'm. Oh I know what I'm going to do. Um, French um, starts up next week or this Friday. Yeah, this Friday. Never, never. I, I, I've Friday. seen an episode here and there. I never got into it. I know that uh, that, uh, that Chris is big on the uh, that Vince is big on the chick on that. That uh, Anna uh, Torv. Oh. Yeah, mm. Skeletor. Yeah, oh, don't, don't. That's just that's wrong. I had to set him up. Skeletor. My my thank yous. Uh, one, and I I failed to thank him last week. After talking about the podcast panel at uh, the Detroit Fanfare, I have to big, big thank you to Mr. Chris Marshall for uh, sending me 
Now, was that Chris Marshall or was that Chris <laughs> it's, Marshall? It's Chris, it's Chris Marshall. All nice, right. okay. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> he was he was nice enough to send me um, Yiddishkeit, which was put out actually, I believe, two weeks ago. Racist. Uh, yeah, seriously, because you know, don't like the blacks. He uh, did you say it, Yiddish kite? Yiddish kite. <laughs> okay. Yiddish. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I thought you said something else. Did you? Yeah. All right. No, this was uh, this is edited by was edited by uh, Harvey Picar and Paul Buell. It was um, it's the Jewish vernacular and the new land, and it's uh, it's something I'm looking forward to diving into. But he uh, he was kind enough to send it my way. This came out. I think it was on the Diamond List, not this week, last week, uh, put out by Abrams. So I wow. haven't read great it yet, books. but it's, oh, it's, and it's a beautiful looking hardcover. It's, the, the art inside is fantastic. I'll, once I get into, and there's, there's text, but there's also drawings and, and it, there's a lot of stuff going on in here. So I'll, I'll dig in and, and talk about that. Cool. At a future date. The other thank you is to Mr. Darren Goodhart, who, uh, who of course had a beautiful few pages in the low concept eleven o'clock comics anthology. He sent me a print yeah, yeah. of um, containing the the characters he drew in that short story. But inside this, and and the print is is beautiful because it's it's nice large size. It's it's uh, <clears throat> probably eleven by seventeen. Um, but the uh, also in the the package was a whole bunch. Of, of comics, including uh, the history of comics, Big Bang. From no, Batman. he worked on Big Bang. Yes, he did. That's why yeah. he said. Uh, yeah, Big Bang Comics number seven featuring Mighty Man, uh, featuring the Pantheon of Heroes. There's some... Uh, Chris, Chris Somney's first uh, published work was Big Bang Comics. Oh, nice. really? Trivia. Nice. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Keith Lemire? Lemur? L a u m e r was it Retief? Lomer, right. yeah, Keith Lomer. Right. I think I think it's Lomer. I pronounce everything he, wrong, but I'm thinking that. Now I, I remember I remember um, Jan Stranded and uh, um, Dennis Fujitaki who did Dalgota. Right. They, they adapted the stories. I, I remember seeing it in Amazing Heroes because I I always wanted to read Dalgota, and then they came out with with this series. Apparently, Darren has um has illustrated some uh some oh, cool um yeah it's it's uh bruce balfour was the was the adapter i have i have a bunch of of comics i mean there's there's crime and punishment there's the giant killer uh there are a couple of uh there's the garbage invasion so there there there's some darren goodhart goodness i i have to uh i'll be going nice. through in the very near future so thank you to uh thank you darren and and have you guys been over to the um to the drawing board he he posted a uh, I think it's a commission but basically and Chris will love this because it's the Tom Baker era uh, who doctor. Nice. And, and it's uh, it's basically it's Dr. Hoos it's it's uh, it's a Dr. Seussian type character as the doctor wearing that's clever star. it's 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 pretty funky looking piece you guys should check that out at the drawing I board I will because it's at I'll the do storm. that the Vince www dot bullpen bulletins podcast dot com forward slash forum or www eleven o'clock comics dot com forum link is at the top. See, we like to keep the legacy thing going on, so that's why we keep the bullpen bulletins around. 
Is that why? That's right. Legacy. It's all about the legacy, as we learned this week (laughs) from the DC. Yep. Good deal. Yeah. So, uh, hey, let's do this. Let's get, because I I actually want to talk about later something later on that's not from DC. So I heard. So I got to save a little time. Not a lot of time. Little time. Little time. Yeah, okay. all the time. So let's get into it. I think Chris is chomping at the bit to talk about one book in particular. So why don't you lead us off, Niesman? Uh, well, I think it's one that I I believe that we've all read, and I think I believe that we all liked, and I think it was the one that uh, probably if if you were at all interested in any of the the new DC fifty two titles, this would be one that would go right to the top and it's uh batman by scott snyder oh. and greg cavulo i thought you were gonna I talk about it. the what? other one yeah me too what other one the one you were so excited oh. about well we'll talk oh. about that too let's let's okay, we'll talk about it too yeah. yeah i figured you know people want people want to know what we think about batman you well, let's tell them though for a long time so yes let's do this i, I ahead, think Chris. i said on on twitter that i want greg Capullo to draw everything now <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, I, oh, I if we could only live in that world. There's, there's oh, nothing so wrong cool. with wanting that. I have to. Um, I have to kind of. I mean, it used to. I used to have to do that regardless because it was New Comic Book Day. But now with the new Fifty Two, I kind of have to come um, late morning, early afternoon on Wednesdays. I kind of have to leave Twitter because people are just. I don't think anybody's going to spoil it, but I don't want anybody's thoughts on any titles to. Um, to, to to paint a picture per, for me. to I permeate kind of your was, opinion that's exactly. like taint, to, to taint so, your opinion taint it. it's true so keep, keep keeping it in the scarjo territory so yes yeah, so i just I, I kind of avoided twitter this afternoon so chris if you did write that i'm sure i would have found it very witty and i, and I probably would have retweeted it <laughs> i was serious i know my, you know my initial reaction of from this issue i expected a lot i and and i i really didn't expect to be let down by this team because Capullo is a monster probably you know one of my all-time favorite artists Snyder is great I mean if you've read anything that he's done you know the guy can handle himself uh, American Vampire and I guess he was on Detective for a while right oh he did great yeah, a little bit. Yeah. If, if, if the goal of this new 52 is to with the first issue is to entice people, new people, to pick up comic books and give them all the information they need on a character and their universe to continue picking up the book. This is by far the most perfect issue that has come out yet. I, yeah, I think. I, yeah, I guess I, I haven't thought about it in the context of some of the others that happened other weeks, but certainly I'm with you that this is what a first issue of a relaunch reboot whatever you want to call it exactly yeah absolutely and it it wasn't just like it wasn't well here's the batman we'll throw him against some villains and then you know maybe you'll see him in his in his alter ego setting it was really cleverly done he you you got you got to see you got to see a ton of the rogues gallery yeah yes in a really nice really nice little scene and then i think it it, in a very nice way, and I'm probably stepping all over Vince. I think it no. really set it set out who Bruce is and what he stands for and what is important to him. And I yeah. love that. And initially, I, I, and I said this to David before we started recording, as I was reading it, I was thrilled to see the Joker, mainly because 
<clears throat> excuse me, I wanted to see how Capullo was going to draw the Joker, and he did not disappoint. Maniacal Joker, as he should be, right? But yeah. then, as the scene progressed, I'm like, wait a minute. How does this relate to the, what, what they're doing over in Detective? I mean, Joker doesn't have a face now, and why would Batman team up with the Joker of all people? I mean, it just doesn't make sense. And I'm, and as I'm going on, I'm going, it's like, oh man, this is whack. And then later on, did you, uh, did, did, by, in, in that scene, did you get the the little nod to uh, uh, to Heath Ledger? Yeah, 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 I did, and I think that was necessary. To, that. I think it was necessary to a certain extent because a hell of a lot of people saw that damn movie. So you oh, might sure. as well, yeah. yeah, might as well put that in. But then later on, when I learned that it was the uh, the Joker was actually Dick, there's a spoiler in here, okay? The, yeah, the, Dick's, the Dickster. It was, it was the Dickster <laughs> instead of uh, Joker. But that made a hell of a lot of sense, and it just painted the, the scene in a totally different way. But not only do you have Bruce, you know, interacting or sorry, Batman interacting with the villains, you get a really nicely um, mapped out conversation between Gordon and Batman mm -hmm. that, pr that, that lays it all out. And the thing I, th I thought was the coolest was the facial recognition software. Absolutely. Yeah. That yeah, was cool. ingenious. Which he didn't I, I know it's not brother. I, cause we've seen brother. I elsewhere, but I was thinking like, ah, it's cool. Like he's got an eye computer, Batman, brother. I, you but know? it Delivery. makes sense that it, the software could be, Analogous yeah, to the yeah, Brother yeah. Eye software. I mean, yeah. if we're going by pre-Flashpoint, uh, mm. God knows what what it is now. But so, and the, and the the recognition software pegs all of the people around Bruce as you know Dick Grayson. Here he is. Here's here's his alter ego, and he's really close to Bruce because his access level is high. And then when you get to to Alfred, oh, his, awesome. his <laughs> access level is the highest. <laughs> That's like, oh, geez, that was so That's well Alfred. done. Yeah. Uh, but okay, then you, so you have the the uh, the the uh, caped alter ego in his setting. You have the uh, millionaire billionaire playboy alter ego in his natural setting. Every, everything about here, you, you you could just plop this. I could give this book to my wife, and she'd be like, "Yeah, I understood it." Mm -hmm. I, and, and like a person totally removed from the medium. And then at the end, as if it wasn't enough, the the mystery is set up, and and Bullock's yes. in here. Yes. Uh, and and the, the the banter between Bullock and Brute and here I go. Oh, again. that was awesome. And, and Batman, it's this this was a fantastically plotted, amazing first issue. I, there, I think it's flawless. But I yeah. mean, let's hear what well, you say. No, I was going to say the the one uh, scene that you didn't call out, and I actually loved it, and probably because I am a father of three. But seeing him walk out, and you know <laughs> they're getting dressed, and then. All three of his wards are standing there, you know, small, medium, and large, getting their tuxes on, ready to do, you know, their the alter ego Bruce Wayne, you know, philanthropist thing. Just like like they were brothers, you know, and and mm -hmm. I love that. And then you have Damien, the little red converses, like even though yeah. he's on, like I Which, just thought it was. I don't know. I'm with you. Like I mean, they're probably. At a, I'm sure if we were critical, we could probably find. But I read this issue and definitely thought. That it was just about the perfect first issue. Yeah. I, I mean, and 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 in comparison to the other two Batman books we've gotten so far, which I know people have had different views of some of like, some of not. I mean, to to me, this was like such a a masterclass on both the art and the storytelling compared to those yeah. others. That not to say those weren't necessarily didn't have merits unto themselves, but this is the Batman book that I will happily read. You know, oh, certainly yeah. if it can maintain this sort of. Yep. You know, ML. So you mark my words. When the charts come out for this month, if this 
Batman is not in the top three, I'm going to be really surprised. Uh, uh, of what? Top three? Sa- sales figures. Well, yeah. I, I, mean, I think this all, is going to I mean, kill. That, come on, that, that's that's all that's all pre-orders and stuff. So, um, I, I think I think seeing where this is in like three months will be a much better. Yeah. Right. I, I right. Sure. I, I, you know I think it's I mean? going to be the the money maker for the new Fifty Two. Even more over the more even more than action. It's yeah. Batman. Yeah. The um, aside. All right. The the only. The, what keeps me from saying it's flawless is, is there's just one particular page <laughs> early on. I was talking bits about this before. It oh, was really? just It was it, yeah. It was it was early on when um when we're in Arkham. Uh, I'm guessing it's Arkham, and uh, and it's it's after Batman's in the bear hug by E Honda, and then and in the next page you have um you you have him get thrown through the glass and and just i wasn't quite sure what the hell was getting thrown through the glass i wasn't sure if it was a fist i wasn't sure if it was his whole body balled up i was i was a little confused by that but then the way the the panels were laid out it just it it didn't quite ring right but i mean that aside the the art is fantastic and and i want to ask you guys if i mean based on what we've seen from spawn and what we've seen on unfortunately the haunt and 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 other things does this look a little I guess, and maybe it's to maintain the monthly grind, but does this look a little loose for Capullo to anybody else? No. I thought it was no. Okay. All right. No, Tight and right. No, and I mean, it really was early on, and, and as we're, um, when we're, when he's. So, some, sometimes I think he needs to loosen up. But that, and that's why I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just, I'm looking at while, while he's pressing the flesh and, and during the whole dinner thing, I, I just thought. It, Things weren't as detailed, and that's and that's. I mean, I'm yeah, not, well, that, that's I'm not so, saying you know, that it's a bad thing. That's that's my only knock on Capullo, you know, from my personal taste, and it's you know, so it, it's my taste in art is that sometimes I think things can get over rendered and, yes, and too, I agree with you. Yeah, too too you know scratched up, and I, I thought that uh, this is you know some of my oh, favorite stuff that, I, that I've seen. Um, his Batman is awesome. His Batman is awesome. It's very um, it's 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 very um, Sean Murphyish. The, I love uh, the shorties. The, the the yeah, absolutely. I, I absolutely love what 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 made me smile as I was reading this entire issue was how we changed while he's Batman and while we're in the Batcave and even at the end of the issue, it's full bleed. But while he's Bruce Wayne and when we're in the mansion. You have old school white guttered pages, mm. and I absolutely love that transition. And and I was just, and it even even the paper looked yellowed. It just, I I just that made me, it, it made me forget about that one page that I was bitching about. I you got you got James Gordon lighting up, and and I thought that was great. It's just this really, <laughs> as, as Vince said, it was it was a great. First issue and 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 the the mystery hooked me. I mean, even if it didn't have a mystery, even if it was kind of like a done in one, kind of like Deathstroke was, I, I still would. I, I'm still there for the second issue. But to yeah. see where it goes and to see the way Alfred is 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 rent, uh, how, how you know the way Capullo draws him, it's just it's. Yeah. And well, it's actually funny that that Jim Gordon and and Harvey Bullock can smoke, but Wolverine can't anymore. That's right. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, but there's actually two mysteries. That book and the 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 issue, it, you had the mystery in why the reason why they were in in Arkham, the the guy that's on the take. Oh yes, uh, yes. And then you well, have the murder at the end. Was, I, They'll I probably dovetail. That, that was done. I mean, I don't. Yeah. Not, not that they know who it is. 
that 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 they know who the um who the turncoat is in Arkham and and I just I mean that that yeah, but the why I, mean, I guess well okay well he he said you know dad divorce I mean there's there's shit going on in homeboy's life so yeah Bruce um, could be wrong you know. <laughs> it's possible come on it's like you never heard a Batman book that's awesome we yeah. got Vicky Vale we got Link we we got this new guy Lincoln March who seems to tower over Bruce for some reason. Um, Steroids. I just, I, yeah, it's got to be. Um, no, I, I, I was very, very happy. I mean, as of right now, with what I've read, this, uh, the, the other books of the week have to beat this one. The other books of the month. I, I think I don't think there was a better one than this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was definitely like a seven vibe from from part of it too. You know. Uh, <laughs> that, that's funny that you say that. Why? Uh, that was that was uh, I was talking to Sal real briefly about it, and that was like his one complaint about like the the death scene. He's like, yeah, it was you know a little too seven for him. Uh, okay. well, I I mean I can only assume either consciously or subconsciously that you know I mean we all imprint things. I mean it just you know maybe that's something that Schneider you know has holds in high regard that you know that sort of motif. But definitely, I mean finding the you know the body with the the things in it and then the way that the you know there was the hidden message for Bruce I mean that that just sort of struck me as yeah I couldn't help but make the comparison but Mm -hmm. um, but I thought it totally worked within the confines of the scene and you know what I loved about this book was which is again I I know I'm not the most experienced Batman reader but uh, he actually is being a detective like I mean like God forbid, yeah, like, like the, actually solves crimes. Like, I mean, it's like <laughs> I love that. Like, like, I, th- there was there was a moment where he's investigating. And I'm like, this is how detective comics used to be. Like, Batman was the superhero title, and detective comics was Batman being a detective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And the thing about it was, he's not throwing punches. He's rubbing his chin. He's thinking. Yes. That that was I love that when he's in profile looking at the the uh the linseed oil on the, on the wall and he's, he's scratching yeah. his chin. That's great. I would I would almost rather see that sometimes than him the, flinging the, punches around. The uh the the little things. I mean just art-wise the 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 twitches or or just the way somebody looks especially when when you get to the last page, when you get to the cliffhanger, there's there's sweat on Alfred's brow just because, you know, even he doesn't want to have to explain to Bruce that yeah this was this was the DNA match and and there's just I mean yeah there is I could stare at the pages of, of, mm-hmm. of this issue yeah. for for ever this is definitely right. there is heavy rereadability in in Batman you're so absolutely far. right it's, it's the, a couple hours old the other thing too I think this book illustrates is a lot of times and, and I I know we have been we certainly have made comments like this too when we've reviewed books in the art. Uh, as we talk sometimes about whether something, you know, we talk about the anatomy or whether something's lifelike or realistic or not. And um, and the thing that about Capullo, like the scene where they're sort of zooming in on Gordon and he's got the cigarette and stuff. I mean, if you look at Gordon's face, it's not, you know, Capullo's messing with, with anatomy, right? I mean, that is yes. not a face that would normally, a human being wouldn't normally have that kind of face. It almost looks like a, almost like the Joker's face, really. It's got a super pointy chin and really big cheeks. And, you know, is in real life, you wouldn't see a person have that face. But because, but be, he, Capullo is, a, he's making a perfectly awesome use of the medium, which is that in reading the story, it's perfect. Gordon's, it, he's making the face, you know, he's, it's a, it's an exaggerated facial expression to show that he's smirking. And to tell the story, and yes, technically 
that's when that's what I love to see. I think we've gotten to a point where there's just too much of this hyper realism. Whether people are using modeling software, or they just say, you know, and yeah. and and let's remember that you know comics are cool because they don't have to be lifelike in terms of yeah. you can convey a life life experience by not drawing lifelike, you know, because it conveys a whole different set of emotion and it makes it feel alive. Like this book felt alive. It felt like I was, I could be watching, you know, an awesome animated movie. You know, I I didn't, I wasn't feeling like I was, you know, watching a guy sit at home on his computer and, and sculpt up, you know, a still photo. He was, he, I felt like I was seeing of a living story. And that's just, it takes a like this to make you realize, unfortunately, how rare, that is in comics today, you know. You know uh, where that comes from? Uh, De- decades in the trenches. Uh huh. Uh-huh, I mean, Capullo is a seasoned artist. He's been yeah. doing it for for literally decades. I mean, and and when when DC managed to lure him over, I was like, a lot of people were happy, but you know, there, there was some underwhelmed uh, opinion, and I'm thinking. This guy next to Jim Lee probably sold more comics than anybody working well, today. I mean, he, he, he was, he was, uh, you know, they, that's how they think of him. So. Yeah, he was on Spawn when Spawn was pulling in 400, 500,000 copies an issue. So well, you know, uh, his, his greatest success has probably been what has what has held him back in a lot of fans' opinions is that you know he was he, right or wrong, kind of considered a McFarlane knockoff because he took over for spawn and 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 kept it in that style so but he you know, even I, had that he had that style before spawn he had that style with cable well, he had that yeah. style with yeah so, he mean, made spawn better i i know i, I mean i, lo- I love I todd but yeah. t- todd can't compare to no, he to made it tighter I, I would i would agree yeah with yeah, yeah. I mean, I, not, I, nothing I, to me not to but but uh like i <laughs> I don't know if the the I guess it's the alternative cover the variant cover oh my god it's awesome oh, oh. it's awful Oh, it's Who just it? the Van Skyver. It's just it's oh. it's, mm. it, it's just I <laughs> not a good look. <laughs> is it is it better or work or worse than the Firestorm cover? Because that's pretty uh, piss poor. I think it might be worse, dude. You got to oh, see, really? see his left arm, dude. It's, yeah, his left arm. He looks like he's like a crab, like a human crab. He's got a gigantic <laughs> one, one arm. And it's serving Krabby Patties. Like, it's it's actually that's actually Bane's arm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a lot going it's on in the good. background. I oh, mean, it's know, a mess. It's, it is yeah, awesome. Come on, let's bring it up. Let's bring it yeah, up. No. Well, I did that. Yeah, I, yeah I, but but look, I, that's I, a, I, I want to leave this book on a good note because yes. it was it was so good. But, but yeah, that's a terrible cover. I I have okay. I haven't. I haven't. Not yet. We we we. Snyder's detective run. So me I, neither, and I want to. I can only go by you know what he what he's done with American Vampire, and and of course this issue and and Swamp Thing, and I he obviously, from what I can tell just from this issue and and knowing the people who adored the Detective Comics run, he has a handle for the character, but I cannot think of, I mean of of all the books, of all the thirty plus books that have come out so far from the DC from the new DC, I it. it I cannot come up with a better artist suited for a book. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's true. I, I just uh, oh, Giffen and Omac, but yeah, uh, yeah. And, and, and that's and that's a homage. So I can I and and I'm cool with that because Giffen is 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 doing great work on Omac with that first issue, and 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 I'm hoping that um, that we'll see. Um, 
you know that 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 of course it will it will get better but um the uh it this is just i mean he's 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 making it its own. It's it's just it's a gorgeous looking yeah. book. Yeah, oh, don't mince words. But I mean, oh. Snyder, Snyder, with this issue, Snyder has set the bar extremely high for everything that's going to come after and and before. When everybody sits back and evaluates the total fifty-two that came out this month, I honestly I don't see a book being better than this. I, mean, I hope there is. I hope there's one that comes out next week that just uh, I, I, gives I us a run for the... I think he's as, making the old-timers look bad. Book, I think as an overall book that will appeal to the most people and is a, is a really quality piece of work, I think, I think you're totally right. You know, but I'm thinking... Th- but, you know, talking about Scott Snyder, talking about Capullo, Scott Snyder is, is a lucky son of a bitch. Think about... Think about the artists that this guy has worked with. Uh, Raphael Albuquerque, uh, Sean Murphy, Jock, Capullo, um, and then... Where do you, I, go, where I, do you go from there? <laughs> yeah. yeah you know, really. I, I, don't, I don't know. I forget who uh, who's doing Swamp Thing, but man, that Manic guy Paquette. has worked with like, yeah. with like five of, of the best artists in the industry, bar none and so yeah. i mean yeah he's he's a hell of a writer but man he is he has won the artist lottery so far yep and i Oof. love the uh I, the rose gallery like starting off at the rose gallery was yes. awesome and and his inter again Coppola's interpretation of each is so cool like professor pig who's a relatively new creation mm-hmm. you know he <laughs> completely, what's that and then he gets hit and he says oink <laughs> yeah, he completely invents him, you know, because Professor Pig in the that we've seen him so far has almost like a plastic pig mask, you know, that he wears, and in this he's almost got like it almost looks like a bed sheet, you know, that looks kind of like a pig, and and then he draws Two Face just oh, like I mean, he's like oh, like, oh, a, yeah. it's like a zombie on the head left yeah. inside, like Iron Maiden or something. It's 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 uh. I it's, have a question though. Yeah, who was the chick with the ponytails or the, the pigtails? I I, I kind of want to say it might be Harley, but I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't sure about that one because it was it especially struck me as that like why would there be a a female in with that in the same you know like wouldn't there be a male? Gen pop. Um, yeah, Jen. Uh, but uh, Jen pop. <laughs> and I didn't know. And this is just me not being the DC hardcore. I didn't know who the big sumo guy was. Mm. That's why I was calling him E Honda from Street Fighter. I don't know. It's, oh, okay. it's and as and and as you were talking about Gordon being slightly exaggerated with the facial features. I mean, yeah, he's got him in the bear hug, and I mean his elbow is his his sure. His, it's it's huge and and it but it works I mean, it it sets up the scene right you know i mean it's it's that's that's some danger there's there's you know it yeah. it definitely works art wise yeah, yeah i don't know i, I, I don't know actually you know what i think that might be um that might be wasn't um the broken city run by azarello and and riso when when hunter bulls took the uh, 6 months off was uh wasn't uh wasn't one of the bad guys from that run uh, a sumo dude don't know. Didn't read it. Mm-hmm. You should. You should read it. It was I, good. I do uh, not remember. You know, the, David, the, the panel that you were talking about where you can't tell exactly what is going through the, the glass there, did you notice the there's a little, I, I don't know if you want to call it an Easter egg or whatnot, but the on, on the metal scrawled on there, it says, I was here. I was here twice. twice. Yeah. So I... Was that is that something? It's probably Harvey. Or, I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean, or Harvey. or it's just. I mean, I mean, Arkham has a fucking revolving door when it comes to their residents, yeah. so um, it could be pretty yeah. much anybody. I would think it'd be Two Faces' room. I mean, it it did as 
you know, Vince was explaining it to me that it, it's, I know exactly after you look at it and, and, and as Vince was describing the panel to me, it, it does make sense. Um, but then as, as I'm yeah. reading the panels down, it just, it was, and again, this is, this is just me. It, it reads fine. It, it, you could follow it along and you can move things around, but it just, as I'm reading the panels and they're going down and then over, it was just, it, that's the only thing that I would think is for, for the, re- for the, the rest book. of the, the rest of the book to be so clear in its storytelling. I, I agree. It was it's the one where I was just kind of like, Ur. but eh, oh well. But yeah, I mean, you know, still it's it's it knocks it out of the park. Yeah. Okay, Christopher, drag us through the other one that drag us through. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Are we talking about Wonder Woman? Yeah, Wonder Woman. Okay. Do it. Um, I th- I think that Wonder Woman fans are going to be very happy. Um, I I think that. Brian Azzarillo fans will be happy. Um, I I have to be honest. You're not I've seen Cliff Chang fans. I, I've I've seen Cliff Chang do better work. Yes. Oh. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I, I agree it, with. Uh, I do agree with him. Really? Hmm. See, so yeah, as Jason was talking about the the nice balance between realism and exaggeration, I thought this art, Cliff Chang's art, was perfect in this issue. Yeah, me too. I, I, I like if it weren't if I hadn't seen if I hadn't seen Capullo this week, I, I would have like been gushing. Really, Jangar. Yeah, me too. Okay. Me too. Uh, and I, I mean, and, and don't get me. <sighs> I don't. I don't. I, it's not like oh my god, this is Cliff Chan. I mean, I I know it's him, and I think it it works. But after seeing other work he's done, after seeing his blog, after seeing commissions he's done for Jason, sure. for Chris Campbell. I mean, it's just, and I know, you know, commissions and sequential art, it, you know, doing a monthly book, it's apples and oranges, but I I, I think I know where Chris is going with this, and, and I have, and maybe it's the whole, I gotta get a book out, you know, because they're gonna replace me, like they're replacing fucking writers on other books, so I gotta get shit done, and it may be just to get a book out every month, but I I got to go with Chris here, and I have seen stronger, tighter work from Cliff Chang. But it's, yeah, it's streamlined. I, well, yeah, yeah. I, I looked at it like that. I, I took it to be where I mean, in 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 talking to Cliff and also hearing him a few times in other places do interviews. I mean, he really is one who likes to to really push himself in terms of his style and the way he approaches it and, and tries a lot of different things. And I just took this as, uh, you know, and maybe it is a little bit functionally driven by by wanting to be able to keep a monthly schedule but i i just took it to be a little bit he wants to i think be a little uh you know sh- shorter with his you know just just be a little more confident with the line and just uh i, I don't know i just thought it was like i i guess in this one i thought it was it kind of had an all red feel and that it 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 had everything on the page that it needed to uh and right. nothing more um right. I, I just, that's what i was going to say yeah okay. kind of like that gabriel hardman knack of knowing you're cracking up, Vince. But let's hear your guys' thoughts, because clearly you guys thought it was a little bit... I, I, I don't look at it as a failure at all. I right. just, I have, I have a really high level of expectation with Chang. He's one of my favorite artists, and and yeah, there, there's a look that you that you become accustomed to, and a look that you expect, and when it's not there, I, I think you kind of have to, you know. Take a look at it, 
and then stop, come back, and and look at it with fresh eyes. But uh, it, one of the things that I love about you know Cliff Chang, it's one of the things I love about Darwin Cook is that is that they draw incredibly beautiful women. That that there's just this um, classic um, feel. Uh, the way that you know that Cliff Chang draws eyes, I, I think is is just something that you know it just it really endears uh his work uh to me and and I look at the what should be a an awesome page where it's our first look at Wonder Woman in costume so this is the first time in the book that you actually get to see Wonder Woman as Wonder Woman and she's got butterface it's fair. I'm looking at that page right now, and that, that is fair. Uh, I, I, that's probably how. How do you? Yeah. How do you? How do you slide fair. on that page? It's fair. It's I, a fair point. I, I didn't notice it going through the book. Maybe because I was, you know, taking it all in as a whole. So, and and at, you know, you see her visually. You see her face uh, in the two pages before that. But yeah, I, that particular close up where she's putting on the costume. Yep. I mean, I can't say that. That the face isn't a little wonky with the angles and stuff. That's that's probably true. Yeah. Now the page before where she's you know opening up the you know the the weapon cabinet and all that. I mean that's but that's yeah. yeah yeah. I mean that's or or the the first page where you know she's you know in in the bed and and you know grabbing the you know the gal i mean that's i love that i love that panel because it shows how huge she is i mean she she's a seven foot amazon and and it's a beautiful cliff chang page i mean the 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 faces are 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 dead on so like i said there's some great panels and there's some great pages i love some of the action sequences where Mm -hmm. we're were phenomenal but yeah i thought that there were some pages in there that i'm like oh i just cliff chang i hold you to a higher standard damn it um but um beside the art which you know i uh, i i think was was okay i expect it to get better um how'd you guys like the story well as you know i've become a humongous azarello fan uh you know and certainly Mm -hmm. so any anyone that's that's read 100 bullets knows that azarello i think said it's best when he's telling very complex stories um yes so with that backdrop, I was not at all uh, unsurprised or dissatisfied with what I got in this issue. Mm-hmm. But but that said, again, it's the if you're wearing two hats, like one, how did I enjoy it personally, and then two, like how do I think it would be again getting back to what we said with Batman as a first issue to someone. Yeah. Um, I thought it was I enjoyed it quite a bit. I I thought though that it probably um, was a little dense and relies on people having a pretty decent knowledge of of Greek mythology mm-hmm. um, to really, I think, get excited about going along for the ride. I, I think if you're not really very much aware of the pantheon of gods and uh, the fact, you know, of who's related to who and who that, uh, you know, male god we're introduced to might be and all that, I, I don't know that there aren't some holes there that someone might be scratching their head going, I don't know what the hell went on in this it's issue. It's a neat play on words, though. Thank you. Um, no, but, I mean from quote the guy when he says, "I guess you could say I'm the son of a king." And yeah, son exactly, is S U N. So yeah, I mean you know um, it's Apollo. So, but I, I enjoyed. So I enjoyed it quite a bit. Like just from my personal experience, that was great. I'm def. I I I love that he's setting up this. 
because I'm also a huge mythology fan, so I, I, I like that aspect of her. But relative to, I, I think he does take some liberties. And Azrael has always been one of those guys, I think, that, um, I, I think to his credit as a, as a writer, he, he does challenge his readers into assuming, he doesn't assume that readers are imbeciles, you know? Mm-hmm. Like he, and I think that can work really he, well. He, d- he, d- he doesn't write for people with short attention spans. Right, he doesn't pander. Um, and, right. and, and I think that can work for you, but it can also not necessarily be appropriate for certain things. Sure, right. right. And I don't know if it's, we will see if, 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 if that decision works for, uh, Wonder Woman relaunch. But, but for me, I'm on board. I, I, I would definitely, this is a, a easy buy for me. I'll keep buying it for sure. Yeah. Okay. How about you? There was there was that there was, gallery. We know Vince. We should. Pre- I know Vince is not a big Azarello fan, so I'm interested to hear your thoughts there. And, Dave, and of course, and, he's a huge Wonder Woman. And, and right, and to make it worse, I'm not the biggest Wonder Woman cheerleader in the world either. I think the the, the character is ineffectual at best. But so that said, it takes a lot to make me come around and actually plunk down my money for a Wonder Woman title. Um, I'm gonna keep buying it. I thought it was really well done. I I I, I didn't think it was. I didn't. I don't think it eclipsed eclipsed Batman. It didn't no, even. It didn't no. even come close. No, I, I, no, but, I, I agree. But surprisingly, um, I thought it was very effective. I was riveted, really, uh, because again, like Jason, you throw me into Greek mythology, and I'm I'm a happy camper. And uh, there's uh, the the nice thing with uh, Zola and the the baby like Zeus gets around you know yeah. <laughs> how many children does he have you know but uh, I thought the art was really nice I, I I was I was all staticky when you were talking before but I really don't see anything wrong with the the uh, the costume page if if anything when she's opening the uh, the the door that face is not nearly as good as the costume face that's just me okay mm-hmm. you know um she's gorgeous and diana should be gorgeous right right um the 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 villains were were really well done the centaurs were nice um yep. the the pacing and the action and the i will say though I, I have to agree with david and this was the most uh excessive transgressor out of all the books this week i'm thinking it's a little bloody for uh a, a teen title just a little yeah Oh, the 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 horse head scene. Yeah, the horse head scene, and the, that was pretty. That was, that was pretty freaking gross. Yeah, uh, but I mean the 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 scene with the uh, the centaur losing the arm, pulling the arrow out of Hermes. Yeah, just well, uh, okay. Here here's my thing about about Wonder Woman though, is that I think that character, yeah, needs to be a warrior. I think there needs to be. I think for. For Wonder Woman to be a successful character, and and also for me to like the title as much as I want to, I think it needs to be a brutal, brutal book. Mythology is brutal. Yeah, I, I agree to a point. I do. Um, I I I don't I think. <laughs> I, yes. I I just I don't know. I just don't think it should be because most of the bloodshed in this book is not caused by Diana. Oh, except when she throws the sword. Yeah, but the, the, awesome. the scythe in the first uh, yes, sequence—that's yeah. that's not Diana. So, well, it's interesting because uh, I do think again that one thing, and I guess this will just be an undertone of the entire relaunch is, um, 
you know, they, they have made a conscious decision, and it probably, to be fair, is the right one given the state of our society to definitely presume that most of the quote-unquote new readers will be mature enough to handle right. yes. sexual yeah, themes and, and overt violence. Um, yes. And again, we could sit here and say all we want, and I'm certainly more in David's camp that it would have been nice, just again speaking personally, to have seen more books that, that – that ratcheted it back a little bit, but but again, that's we have to judge the stuff for what it is, not what we want it to yeah, be. Absolutely. And and so from that perspective, especially this week's batch, uh, well, last week's I think had lots of blood and gore. I didn't see as much blood and gore this week, but as we'll talk about, there are some very overt sexuality yeah. in these books, and so yeah. I, you know, that they're making that they're just they're just that's how they're going to roll, you know. Well, I mean, it's nothing that they wouldn't see on TV. Well, that's right. Or more and more appropriately. I think more apt for kid is video games, right? I mean, yeah. we, you know, Vince, you have, right. you all, we both have young sons. I mean, I, you know, the, 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 some, some of the stuff that happens in these games really is frankly inappropriate. It, it is. I mean, I, I, yeah. I it's, and I don't even notice sometimes until it's like all of a sudden I walk in and I see them playing it and I'm like, wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. you know, and there, so. there's actually nothing in this first issue that they wouldn't find in God of oh. War. <laughs> I'm so, sorry. Hold on. I have to, I have to cut in real quick. Uh, Jason, I was thinking about you. I was listening on NPR the other day, and there was a study uh, done in the last few months. I'll have to find it, or you can search it online. But basically the gist of it was people that watch uh, SpongeBob SquarePants generally test much lower on, like, test scores. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's bullshit. That is awesome. Yeah. Not yeah. justified. Uh, Study's not skewed at all. It was, it was interesting. <laughs> now, now, there have been... There've been rated T and T plus books. And and for some reason Wonder Woman is not a T plus book. And and I what I'll say going rated A for awesome. For awesome. <laughs> um, there are uh, just my, my last thought as far as um and before I go into the book that I, I read that I was looking forward to. Um the uh, again, you know, the 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 art works, especially in the action scenes. Uh, some of it felt like, to me, looked like it. It was, um, and again, not a knock. It just, it, it looked like it was inked by by Klaus Janssen, and and you know, huh. nothing wrong with that. You're nothing at all. Just, it was just, um, it was, it just, it wasn't as 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 clean, I guess, as a, as I'm used to seeing Chang. But um, I, as far as the second issue, I, I can't say, comparing it to Batman again, whereas. Batman's a definite second issue by. I don't know if I if I do get the second issue of Wonder Woman, it's it's one of those things where it's not going to be, I guess, at the top of the stack. It's it's just it if I read it, I read it. I'll I'll I'm interested to see where the story goes, especially and right now, I don't know how I feel about Zola. It, it it she could either she's bordering on that annoying character that I just love to see in my comic books or she could actually be, or, or she could be she, she could be dude, the new Eddie Candy I don't know dude they so, just somebody just fucked up her whole world I understand that. she was and transported by a key by I mean key. how, how do you take she that was, she wasn't letting it go I know no and it's and that's the thing so it's it's one of those things where it probably I just have to maybe read it again I, I just have to come at it later it just it wasn't th- this issue didn't sink to me like some of the others have so far that, that that's yeah. all i'm saying it's i love not- the panel where she's got zola by the throat and she she's in her little panties and her top and yep. dan is all naked underneath the sheet and i'm like it's thinking like, there's a part of me thinking lick her just lick her uh, once before you uh, kick her ass <laughs> um but it's it's a um i mean it was i didn't it, 
Yeah, 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 Brian Israel writing Wonder Woman. I had no idea what to expect. Um, I expected, I guess, something to look a little different when it came to Cliff Chang. I, as with everything, I'm going in blind. I'm not looking at preview pages. I don't care. I don't even, in some cases, I don't even know who the who the creative team is before I read the issue. I'm not, I'm not interested in that. I'm going in as blind as I can. Mm-hmm. So I have, I don't have any. Well, I guess maybe the only one I, I did have maybe some expectations with was, was, was Green Lantern just because of the character and that of the baggage mm-hmm. they were carrying forward with them. But, um, you know, I, I'm looking at this as, you know, since it's a relaunch, a reboot, reimaging, whatever you want to call it, I don't, I'm not looking at it like, well, this isn't the character I used to know because as far as I know, these aren't the characters I used to know. Right. So I'm cool with that. So I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with, with the blank slate and everything. So I, I like, I like the framing sequence. I like the opening pages. I like the ending pages. I'm, I'm interested in, in, uh, you know, I'm not saying this reminds me of War of the Gods or anything like that. It's just, it's, Boy. I know. Well, some of it was okay, but it was, um, it, it, uh, I guess I just wanted more based on, on the creative team and, and not so much the character, just what they could give me, but it's, um, Wow. I'll I'll wait to see what you guys have to say about the second issue, and I mean if I get it, mm-hmm. I mean maybe, maybe that'll turn me around, and and we'll see. But um, I'll this one is not, this one isn't one of the definite gotta have next month when it comes out. That's fair. Oh. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, let's move on. I, I am I am looking forward to the second issue. Me too. Cool. Me too. Yeah, me too. Which is really freaking weird. Nice. <laughs> All right, let's keep this trend rolling, David. I know what you want to talk about. Yeah, see, and this was, and 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 since, since we touched on on the ratings real quick, this was another one. Rated T had absolutely no reason. This could have been an all ages book. I'm talking about Supergirl number one, hmm. and and this was I. The name sounds familiar, Michael Green. I I, I don't know. What what the man's resume is? It, Michael Green and and Mike Johnson are the those writers. two guys I know wrote um, some of the. You know how every now and then, especially uh, you'd hear guys praise uh, some of the recent issues of Superman, Batman. Well, I know these oh, two guys were the ones that wrote a lot of those okay, issues. Okay, yeah. yes. All right. Um, Mahmoud Asrar is, uh, and Dan Green are the artists. Um, and it is – I found it to be I, – I, I liked it. I will be the art, of course. But um, as far as the story goes, it's it was um, – it's it, it's all told through basically Kara's narrating it. It's 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 all in her head, and mm-hmm. and and she, she for for the most part uh, throughout most of the issue, she thinks she's dreaming. Um, no idea where she is until she realizes she's not a Krypton anymore. Towards the end, it's um, and the last page. I wasn't sure how I felt about it at first, but I guess it it does make sense. This this one, okay. As, when you guys are talking about how, how you're looking forward to the second issue of Wonder Woman, I'm looking forward to the second issue of Supergirl just to find out what's going on, find out, you know, if, um, cause while she, she, all right, there's, she, she crashes not on earth through earth. Uh, the, the projectiles crash in Kansas near the, "Quote unquote Kansas event where that happened, and um, and but but she goes through the mantle and ends up basically in in Russia, and uh, and so she is I guess attacked by 
uh, armored Russian military, and um, she, of course, doesn't understand them. They do recognize, or they do look at the symbol on her uh, on her chest with the shield. Uh, it a lot of it is is it, it's a big fight, and all while this is going on, she is talking about being home and and being Krypton and being with her friends. And and a second ago, she was you know just just walking home and now all of a sudden she has no idea what's going on and she must be dreaming and she doesn't she doesn't feel cold she it's a cool breeze because there's snow on the ground it's snowing and and um it was it it kind of it really didn't let up throughout and 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 i know that i saw some people mention that um it was a quick read or uh it felt a little slight um but i i i was kind of i was into it i was just I, i was going along with it I really had no problems with the length or, or the amount of time it took me to read it. Uh, I I am really interested to see where we go with the second issue, especially with the appearance of maybe her cousin. I, I don't know if... if uh, I'm sure they're related in, in this universe, but um, I, I don't know. I Again, another one where... I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know where we were going because after reading Action Comics, we, we know that, and, and of course, Justice League, number one, with, with taking place five years ago, I don't know Superman's timeline well enough to know if if this is present day. Well, actually, no, I, okay, I don't know if it's present day because at the end of Justice League, number one, he looks just like he does here. So I'm not sure if 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 this is one of those past stories or, or if this is happening in air quotes now but um, th- there's enough here to make me interested in, in seeing where the story's going hmm. interesting okay you didn't, you didn't feel that way Vince well uh, I, I gotta preface my comments with I thought the art was really good um, Mahmoud is getting well no he's not getting he is he's vaguely good and and some of the stylistic tendencies that he has for facial features look very much like Mark Bay. It's funny you say that. I was thinking the same thing. There was a page, um, particularly where she where uh, she's like being uh, the energy lances are like grabbing her, and mm-hmm. she's got her arms spread out trying to break free from them. Yeah. Um, as I was reading it, I thought, wow, that looks like like Bagley from like yeah, Thunderbolt. Really. Like that. It, that yeah. I, I see a oh, lot of I, a lot I, of. I, I, Oh, I want that page. That's the whenever I was looking through, it's like that's the page that I want. Hmm. She looks to me like Bagley's Gwen without the tranny really? tendencies. Yeah. No, I said without the tranny tendencies. Just the way Bagley draws hair and and grimaces and facial okay. features. Right. It, there, I, oh, I see a geez. lot of Bagley in here. So yeah. the art, the art was extremely That'll solid. Work. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I love the mechs. I love the robots. I thought they yeah. looked great. Yeah. No, it, uh, visually, I thought it was really well done. I like the watercolor effect in, in the first couple pages with the, with the snow when we see her. The costume is great. How, how the, do you, yeah, do you like the costume yes, design? Okay. Yeah. If there's any way to showcase the female backside, a bikini cut costume, dude, I'm there. And, oh, and, and I, I like the reimagining of the, the costume. I won't be back for the second issue. I, I thought okay. the I okay. thought the story was extremely light. It okay. uh for two dollars and ninety nine cents, it took me about six minutes to read. Okay. And and there there wasn't enough weight to it. I don't I don't I was talking to, to Peter Rios today on the Twitter about this. We are experiencing fifty two essentially brand new titles. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. In, in addition to the books we already get on a regular basis, mm-hmm. I don't have... 300 bucks a month to spend on comic books, right? Well, you do. But well, you nah, whatever. <laughs> but so, so I have to be extremely tough with these first issues and because the way I'm doing it is I'm trying to keep my budget in check. The, the books that I'm buying, I compare the books, the potential DC books that I'm buying. I, I hold them up to what I already buy and, and I ask myself, would I remove a title for something that I have been buying for one of these new titles? In a lot of cases, the answer is yes. This is not one of those cases. I, I don't feel that this book eclipses anything I already buy in any way. It does not give me the value for the dollar that a lot of the books I buy give me. And, I, and, and it sucks because I really like Mahmoud's art, but I, I'm not going to buy a book and look at it and just plop it on the stack because I like the artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's a tough call. Mm. Well, I, I I like the character. I always have been a been a Supergirl fan, and and you know Mahmoud's art is enough to keep me coming back. You know, for at least the first arc. You know, you know my problem with it is that this is unfortunately one of the characters that the reboot is probably gonna hurt right off the bat because mm. that the, there was. You know, so much hemming and hawing about getting Supergirl's continuity fixed. I mean, that's one of the things that DiDio talked about all the time is that, you know, he couldn't figure out whenever he first became, you know, the executive, you know, whatever they call it there. It's not EIC, but when he became the EIC, it, it that that was one of the characters that their continuity was so messed up that it's like, you know, we have to fix this. And they went through a lot to get Supergirl fixed. Yeah. And I, I think Sterling Gates did, and, and what, and Jamal did a great job on Supergirl. It was one of my favorite books at DC for, for a couple years. They just did so much getting, getting, you know, Kara set up as as a three dimensional character, and now with the with the reboot, it's like oh shit, we got to do this again. So you know, it's maybe it's just because I'm getting older, but it, oh like, boy, like, like oh. the uh, what you're breaking up? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Sorry. Um, it feels like not that long ago that we had the the Jeff Loeb Michael Turner reintroduction of yeah. Super. It's true. It's true. Yeah. You're right. That, that all is very true. Um, I can't disagree with what you're saying there, but I, I, I guess, um, I, I mean, I guess it's just all for me. The 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 Sterling Gates was uh, was okay, uh, but I, I mean, I didn't, I wasn't crazy about it. I mean, I, I, I kind of stopped reading it. I read a little bit and then just stopped. Um, so. I don't know that I would say this book was on a story level was anything that I I would put near the top, um, but I think again if, if for what it is I thought it accomplished it it it, introdu- it introduces to the character it does it in sort of a unique way that pays a little bit of an homage to what some of us may know of her and her history but it definitely hints that it's not exactly like what we knew, mm-hmm. um, you know I I I totally got it was very I think it definitely conveyed that she was an alien scared you know she was speaking kryptonian she couldn't understand what they were doing which i think was perfectly reasonable i loved loved i mean we've already gushed about mahmoud's art but i loved also the sound effects i thought were great i mean and they worked them into the they worked the sound effects into the comic which doesn't happen enough in comics these days um 
I thought when the sun started to rise over the mountains and all of a sudden her eyes get red and then she's I mean I just thought that was awesome because she's realizing she I mean she's that's like the moment when she gets these superpowers because she's exposed to our sun like I thought that was great um but she doesn't even know how to how to react because obviously she's not used to having these powers um and then I thought at the end when when Clark shows up I mean I, I thought that was fantastic because here she's losing her mind she's hearing all these voices from all over the earth she's she's doing all this damage to these robots because they're threatening her even though she doesn't know how she's got the power to do it she's basically like in a frenzy which I could totally see she, she's in a panic and then you know doesn't understand them they're trying to talk to her and then who swoops in but Clark speaking Kryptonian telling her to chill the F out. Like, I was like, that is dope. See, and I agree. Did it, was it a quick read? Yeah, but I thought from a first issue, I thought it was exactly what it needed I mean, to be. action. So yeah, I, so I guess I'm with, I'm with David on this one. I mean, I, I thought it was all that I could have asked for in terms of setting up Supergirl. I, I, I uh, now that doesn't mean that where it goes from here is, is going to keep me interested because admittedly she's a character having gone through a few of these iterations of her I don't generally stick with I've tried I tried the Jamal and Sterling mainly because of Jamal and supporting him I I definitely read the the Loeb stuff you know I read the her with the Legion stuff and and I would for whatever reason I, I wouldn't stick with it I, for, for long in each case so 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 I don't know that this is a character that will keep me around for the long haul but I I, I thought for this first issue I, I it, it did what it needed to for me yeah. cool Mahmoud's also Good. pretty adept at rendering confusion too that's mm-hmm. tough. That's tough oh, to do. Yeah, no, he's got he's yeah. got good faces. Yeah. All right, so, so so the book of the group that I I want to talk about just because it's there's a lot to talk about, man. It's like Uh-oh. is uh is uh Red Hood and the Outlaws. Okay, good. Yeah. Talk about it. I, I haven't yeah. started it yet, and I haven't. Oh, dude. Oh, no. Go ahead. <laughs> so so this is one where um. I, I was very interested because of the art, which is Kenneth Roquefort, who I think is an absolute... Oh, I love Roquefort. Yeah. Um, but completely no expectations, good, bad, or indifferent, about what the story would be. Uh, written by Scott Lobdell, uh, who, uh, again, we talked about a little bit last week. You know, Bob, Bob Harris brought his buddy Scott into the fold for this relaunch and stuff. And he um, did write Superboy, right? Yes, he also was the writer of Superboy last week, yep. Um, so which was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so I, I, all I knew that I was going to get in this book because t- the cover gives it away is we were going to see uh, Red Hood because he's in the name and then his his outlaws. But that we all we knew were, the only ones we knew for sure would be in it were Red Arrow or whatever he's calling himself and 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 uh, and uh, Corey, you know, Starfire. Starfire. Um, so. Wow, um, and we see some Starfire in this. Yeah. So so. <laughs> um, I, wow. I started off really strong. Um, now I'm not going to get back to the dialogue, but I, but like the I, I thought Roquefort was at the top of his game. I mean, the panel layout of when they're um, basically uh, were introduced to uh, to Roy, who's in a prison in a foreign land. Um, he is uh, Red Hood. Jason Todd is uh, plans and you know helps him escape. There's an awesome scene. Uh, Roquefort does these awesome angular panels, which are just totally cool again i've talked about this i think a week or two ago i love when uh comic artists remember that they can play with the panel layout it doesn't have to be you know four squares or six squares um which i thought was terrific and i thought it was a great way of conveying change of scene and action it was i love that um uh and then all of a sudden bam we're introduced to, to starfire 
Like, and, <laughs> and I mean, you know, Corey is sexy. She's always been sexy. I don't. I, I don't. I. I think you should. You should accentuate you, George Perez. Yeah. Well, Rokerford draws her <laughs> plenty sexy. I mean, yeah. um, I'm. Sure, I think Peter Rios. Speaking of him, Vince. I think on Twitter he said something to the effect today of like. Oh boy, let the let, here we go. Let's let's let the talk about Red Hood and the Outlaws begin. Um, uh, he, you know, Rokefort draws. There are scenes where they're in Saint Martinique and and in the ocean, and you know she's in a bikini coming out of the water, right? She she does this like flip of her hair, but you know Corey's got this hair that goes you know down past her feet, so it's like this arcing circle, and uh, you know uh, it's it just it, it it's just complete. The next scene is basically just it's Corey's ass. I mean, it's 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 her, you know, with for, with for the back with her ass sticking out. I mean, it's just that it's 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 gratuitous. It's he's clearly doing it to be provocative yeah. and sexy. But oh yeah, it's cheesecake. Good. At, I mean, she is she the Corian in this book may be the sexiest female figure I've ever seen drawn in a superhero comic book. I mean, it's obscenely sexy. Wow. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait to get to it now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but where it gets just like crazy is, I mean, you know, <laughs> he sets up, uh, Lobdell sets up a completely different uh, set of expectations with these characters. First of all, Jason Todd is back to having black hair. So he looks like any of the other Wayne wards. Um, Corey, they established that she she is the same this is the same continuity where she was once a Teen Titan, she was once with Dick and all this, but they established that because she's an alien, she really doesn't think of humans for, like, that... She doesn't think of, like, things in the way that that we do, so she doesn't really remember anything for too long. So I guess almost like like a dog's mind, you know? Like where they, okay. So, like, like um, Jason tells uh, Roy this, he's explaining about Corey, and then at one point he's like, so, you don't remember anyone named Dick? And she's like, no. Garth, Dustin, Vic, don't recall. Lilith, Gar, and she's like, you're boring me. You know, so, like, she has, wow. even though she has no memory of being a Titan, like, because she's an alien, she doesn't care. And then, like, the next thing is, and we're here, do you want to have sex with me? And he, like, chokes on his drink, and she's like, um, but aren't you sort of with Jason? And she's like, absurd. You know, uh, you know, I do what I want to do when I want to do it. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. So then, like, they go and bang, you know? And he's like, is there anything I need to know about making love to a Tamaranian? And she's like, just that love has nothing to do with it. So, like, really, like, he plays her out to be, like, this old, like, this, this sexual creature that She's doesn't man. really care about humanity, and, and, and it, um, you know, it's interesting. I, I, I kind of dug it, but I, I can see where a lot of people would be like, especially if you were beholden to the Perez, Wolfman Perez, <laughs> you're not going to like this. It's going to bother you. I mean, I can't, it's going to bother you. Um, from there, the story goes off the rails, because then they're, they're hanging out in Island Paradise, and, and this woman that's got, like, um, no eyes and white hair and I, now I don't know has she ever been in the comics before her name is Essence yeah she ever, I didn't know who she was okay yeah I, I I they they almost presume like we've seen her before I mean certainly she's got a past in this continuity she has a past with Jason they used to be together it implies she comes to him for help and she's referring to something called the all cast and that it was existed centuries ago and now she's been cast out of it and that she needs help and it really started to, I was like I had no idea what the all cast was I didn't know if I was supposed to why I would what his connection to it is what it even means um and so like from there, it it completely lost me. But I would be lying if the way they're treating Corey 
wasn't enough to make me want to come back for the next issue. <laughs> because, I mean, I just was, like, shocked. I was shocked. I mean, not only is Roquefort just going for his without drawing her, but, I mean, she she she, she bangs Roy. She's all... It, it just, like, I was like, wow. Like, I mean, this is gratuitous. And so I presume a lot of people are going to pan this book, and I can't say critically it's not worth panning, but the, the 16-year-old, ooh, look at that boobies part of me yeah. is 100% on board this. So um, I'll leave it at that. Who else wants to talk about it? Now, I, I, I've not read it yet. So, okay. But I, Jason. I, I was just flipping through it. Yeah. Is, is the guy that uh, sitting in the room with the bank of computers and the, uh, the recognition software, is that Batwing? Oh. Because his shadow is shaped like that character's. <laughs> I, don't know I, I didn't know who that was. It's just it's just a a, a a man of color sitting in front of computers. But when when you see his shadow, it looks like the bat the bat wing headgear. Oh, you know what? I, oh, I, one, I didn't notice that until you just pointed it out. But number two, he, he's in Chicago though, so I don't know why it would be Batwing, right? I mean, Batwing is a uh, he's a he's a an, an African policeman. Right. Oh, okay. I don't. Well, know that, who know, but who knows what the timeline is? But if it is Batwing, it'll be nice to see him in a book that people actually. Well, but again, read. though, like this is. I mean, it conveys it's an American living in Chicago, and 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 Batwing. Oh, okay, right, right. An African policeman. So yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's uh, it's him, but. Um, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't like anything didn't about say, this at issue. Least, at least you didn't ask if it was Mr. Did, did, did you? Did you not like the artwork? I did to to a certain extent. I don't think it's it's great, Roquefort. It, it's it's okay. I don't think it's I don't I don't think the color the color artist did him any favors. Uh, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, that's most comics. I mean, you love, dude. You love TNA comics. I so do you? love TNA, and 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 I like the fact, David, shut up. I I, I like the fact that he's uh, Lobdell's portraying uh, Starfire as truly alien. I yes. mean, she. This is nothing like the uh, often portrayed bimbet that Starfire was. This, this is, this is the lead, this is the alpha male of of what's if she was male, she would be an alpha male. Right. Where before she was basically a Klingon, like she, she was on Dick's love, arm. What if she loves to get in where she fits in. She right, yeah. and you know that that's cool. And 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 the whole perception of human angle. I mean, if she is an alien, she's going to have her own take on on us as an organism. So that that was neat too. But I just I, I didn't I didn't vibe with anything in this issue. Um, Jason is not um, a beloved character, and I don't think he was portrayed in in a in a very flattering light in this. He's cocky. I mean, th yes, that's what he is, but very unlikable. People vote for this character to die before you know. Yeah, and and <laughs> like Roy, I have no bond with him. But aside from my past history with all these characters, within the brackets of the first page and the last page, mm -hmm. I I didn't really enjoy any of it really uh, i i like the ass that's a woman's ass is something to look at and that's great but i don't know and this is coming from me i wish mainstream books would kind of move a little bit beyond this i mean this is the problem i had with catwoman <laughs> just this week too um she's a strong alien female who knows what she wants that's great but i i wish they would have done it in a way where the focus wasn't her ass and was her character. Is is that a little? But that's, that's part, that's part of it. Am I talking to Vince? That, that, no, no. Yeah. 
I, I appreciate the cheesecake. I love it, especially when, when you have a, a talented artist like Roquefort drawing the females. And, and it was certainly uh, a couple of beautiful panels at which to look, but for my two ninety nine a month, I'm not going to keep plunking it down for for this like you said the the uh the organization that uh this essence talks about it really isn't fleshed out enough and it's probably intentional but uh there's there's no reason f i i don't i'm not compelled to find out where this story's going and i really don't care yeah I, I can't disagree with any of that like i said i don't i don't <laughs> think this comic critically stands up all that well but but uh I, I guess I have room in my budget for for seeing what what else he's going to say. Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> I find I, it I, fascinating. I know I'm not going to get to it this episode because we'll probably take up the whole time with the DC talk. But the book I was going to talk about has a character with a barbed penis, and his name is Cannibal Fuckface. So I do like the superficial, you know? <laughs> it's just that in this setting, it just... The, the, the arching of the back and the, the boobs and, and the, the TNA just, I don't know, it just didn't work for me. I don't know. I, I shouldn't be apologetic. I mean, it just didn't click. Yeah, that's totally fine. That's totally fine. But I, I, I presume this book is not going to be probably, you know, high on those people's list of 52. <laughs> we're, we're, we're probably not going to be debating the, the pros and cons of it for, you know, <laughs> This won't long. be on the 11 o'clockers? Yeah. The, you uh, know, it's funny, though. I will say, I do like that, again, just, I have seemingly, not by, it's not intentionally, but it seems like I have read a lot of the the, the Jason Todd stuff in the last few years that he's, you know, as, as they brought around. I, I, one, I guess I've always thought of Jason Todd in terms of characterization as being a you know a prick and sort of an unlikable guy. So I I, I think from character perspective that was the right way to portray him, and I like that he's not at least as they're resetting it they're they're setting him up to be not a complete insane vigilante almost like Mad Dog, which is how the he had got he had kind of evolved into, hence being the Red Hood, right? I mean, I he he's in this he's he's certainly a killer and a mercenary, but he's. He's more level-headed. I mean, he's almost being set up to be like the leader of this band of renegades. This, you know, almost like the A team, and he's the well, he's the, the leader. Title. Yeah, yeah, he's like the leader, you know, and 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 the one that actually like at least is somewhat capable of, you know, putting a mission together and keeping things. So I I, I actually thought this was the most reasonable, interesting interpretation of Jason Todd I've seen in a while. But that's not admittedly saying much because I, I think he's been a pretty. <laughs> Pretty horribly misused character for the last yeah. bunch of years. and but you get props to Lobdell for recognizing the strengths of his artist. I mean, the first couple pages is uh, features the things at which Roquefort excels: military and tech, and and military uniforms and weaponry. Yeah. I mean, he is great at that. And 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 you get the first sequence is basically uh, different body types and and. Uh, body forms in different kinds of military uh garb and he makes he makes it work i mean there's a skinny guy with you know the the the, the flak vest on and there's a fat guy with armor and each looks like a completely different individual and that's great i mean there's there's a lot of virtuosity in the way that the the uh the first couple pages are rendered but then it's just i don't know it it seems like the colors just kind of take over and the scene where Corey's in the water and the reflection off the water and the the just the stark it it, it, it and i don't want to say this in a derogatory sense but it looked like an image book circa 93 
It just, yeah, it's yeah, just, I, I, I have to apologize. Yeah. I just don't like it. That's fair. That's totally fair. I'm not also, saying I'm not saying it's bad. Right. It's just the you know the plug's not going in the outlet. I believe me. this one is only 20 pages as well. of Story. <laughs> yeah. um, well, at least if you want to read uh, some Starfire, then I guess it's a good thing Teen Titans Games came out today. There you How go. about that? Um, Finally, <laughs> a, a book that came out today that I was um, I, I was kind of given the heads up that that it it was pretty good and it might surprise some people because. Uh, J.T. Kroll has been a, uh, or is it Cruel or Kroll? Kroll, I think. Um, it has, has kind of been a little... Hey, Crackley's a motherfucker tonight. Yeah, you're breaking yeah, up. Yeah, that, really? Did, yeah. Did, did anybody read Captain Adam? Yes, sir. Yes. Well, since I'm since I'm getting Crackley, let me know what you thought about it. I, I really liked it, by the way. As did I. I thought it was e- uh, each week... We have our sure-to-win books. I mean, we know that we were pretty certain that Batman was going to be a, a kick in the pants. Last week or the week before, we knew action was going to be of a certain quality. I didn't really expect too much from from uh, Captain Adam other than knowing that Freddie Williams is damn good. Uh, because I, I don't believe I've ever read anything by J.T. Krull. I know the dude has a reputation from that. That Rise of Arsenal or whatever that book was. <laughs> Arsenal. Uh, uh, is that the one with the dead cat? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I know he has a rep. He's garnered a rep as being, you know, not the greatest writer in the world. But I, I thought this issue was a hell of a lot of fun. Well, you read he did Green Arrow for an issue. You read oh. Green Arrow. To, to, he did, no, really, I didn't. I didn't buy Green Arrow. He didn't, oh, okay. Yeah, that was the one I passed on. But um, did, he, admitted, did he write one of the? Uh, I'm sorry, one of the Blackest Night minis. Was it mm-hmm. the Teen Titans? Yeah. Okay. Oh, didn't read that either. A- admittedly, the draw here for me was Freddie Williams. And uh, paired with uh, colorist Jose Villarubia, this artwork is astonishing. It it seems like Williams has kicked his game up uh, at least ten notches because th- this artwork is fantastic. In s- there's certain spots, especially the character of Captain Adam, where uh, the artwork reminds me of Alfonso Esbiri. You know the guy who does Lorna. Oh. For, for heavy metal, I mean, it's fantastic. It's really well done. And Villa Rubia is doing this, this blue kind of uh, painterly um, treatment for Captain Adam. It's fantastic. He's Dr. Manhattan. Exactly. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, I mean, Captain Adam was Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, I know, flip-flop. I, yeah. But I, I, that, that's the one thing I was going to say. Am I cracking up bad? No, so, no, you're good. Is that the 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 problem with Captain Adam is that he's overshadowed by a character that was based on him? Yeah. <laughs> and and the most well known version of Captain Adam is 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 Doctor Manhattan, and so he's never been as interesting as as a replacement version of him. And this is the first time I've read Captain Adam as a character where he is theoretically on the verge of being as powerful as Doc Manhattan. Yeah, with the uh, safety valve of he does not know how to use his powers yet. Yeah. He, oh. he, he, he runs the risk of scattering his atoms. Uh, They're doing a know, spawn? Will, there is a countdown clock. <laughs> there you go. I am not kidding. There is a oh, countdown shit. clock in it. Yes, like spawn. Oh, 
No, David, you are going to take one look at Freddie Williams' artwork, will, and you'll say, I, I need to buy this every month. When, when we are done tonight, I will read that. I have it. I haven't read it. You know, so Freddie is one of those guys. I uh, I have an awesome original piece by him. Uh, I, 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 lo- I love his stuff. Now, now Freddie works. Freddie's actually one it's of the original. Original now. Yeah. yeah, he works yeah. all digital. In fact, he actually wrote a book uh, DC, with, with yes. DC. He put out a book on how to how to illustrate comics digitally. Um, so that's his thing. Um, he's the consummate pro. Uh, I will say he's one of those guys, kind of like what you were saying with with uh, Mahmoud and the Supergirl. Uh, Freddie, I have not read nearly as much of Freddie's career as I would like to, because generally I feel like he's been on a lot of books I don't have much interest in mm-hmm. um, and I'd only be buying them solely to see his artwork um, and unfortunately I feel like this will that 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 trend will continue with this um, really uh, I, I again it, you know I, I don't I have no complaints about this issue in terms of I think it's a fine setup issue it does we we keep getting back to saying the same things it's it sets it introduces you to the character it sets up a premise which is that in this case you know he's like you said Vince he he doesn't know how to use his powers yet and so that's a risk that every time he uses his powers you know he could essentially become not he could he could make himself cease to exist um I, I dig all that um it, it introduces some supporting characters, all that sort of thing. But just for me, just purely on, I just have never found Captain Adam interesting. Um, I just don't, I don't know what it is. I just find his, the, the power, the look, the premise just completely disinteresting. I, to, I, I, it's just a personal thing. And this mm-hmm. book was just more of the same. I, I can't say, I can't disagree with anything you're saying. I don't think it was a poorly constructed comic. I, I don't have any like complaints that make me like dislike it but i just at the end i just was like okay i got my little taste of captain adam i don't um yeah. I'm, I'm good I'm good well like supergirl captain adam is one of those characters whose history has been maligned and just strung out and right with and, the bleed and, 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 and unne- unnecessarily uh, what was the name of that guy he became in uh in in uh, monarch monarch yeah, yeah. yeah. and just <laughs> uh you know i i think it was yeah it was Will. Didn't Will Pfeiffer write the Captain Adam Armageddon series? I don't know about day? Will Pfeiffer. Will Pfeiffer might have. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna, I'm he, also, hit you. he also he also went over to the Wildstorm. He went over to the Wildstorm universe for a yes. while. Right. Yes. And so he, he, he's, he, with the bleed, this, and then yeah, that's this right. is a character that's been kicked around for for decades, and I have very fond memories of the original Captain Adam, not the original, See, but the the DC Captain Adam. Yes, thank series. you. Yeah, the Pat the, the Pat Broderick drawn Captain Adam. That's yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's a it's a it's a Charlton character, right? Yes, yeah, and yes, yeah. he was with the whole Watchmen thing, but it was is the original from Charlton. Never really read it. Um, I just I saw the Garish outfit in Crisis on Infinite Earths, and then once the um, Zach the is weeping. Post Crisis, I know. Once the Post Crisis era came about, and he was given his own book, um, and then of course became the uh, I guess the leader of Justice League gear up and I enjoyed the character then and then of course they, they screwed everything up with um with Armageddon but I haven't enjoyed Captain Adam for some time so I guess like, you will you love said, this you will okay, love I, this I, I, will, I will read it I'll, they I'll try totally to it. discarded the uh, uh, Denny Terrio you know the quaffed Captain Adam of the Maguire era <laughs> yeah, I, thank god the, the this Captain this captain, right? This captain Adam looks like an alien, and what a smart, um, from a from a design standpoint, what a smart way to do it. He he he's 
like a bluish aqua and the the captain adam symbol which releases this this energy from it is is basically red but there's a little bit of yellow in it so they're really working the colors there, there's a pan, there's a page towards the end where where uh, captain adam is is you know it leads into the cliffhanger the page right before the cliffhanger where he's manifesting his 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 powers at against his better judgment and the background has that orangish red and the, there's like a greenish blue of captain adam it's an astonishing page it's it's really striking it's beautiful and that that's the thing that just knocked me on my ass with this well, the story was great it, it it's your it's it's a, a typical first issue in in a, in the in the sense that it's well done, gives you everything you need to know. It's not anything out of the ordinary. Enjoyable, but the art just sucked me right in. I mean, it made the, the narrative even better. Awesome. So, okay. yeah, and there, it's it's yep. it's kind of wordy in spots, which is good. Like the Dead Man, well, the D- DC Universe presents really wordy, but it was worth it's a, it. In it's, a heavy, it's a heavy. It needs to be a heavy science book. I mean, Captain. Yeah. Um, is is this force of atomic energy, and yeah. it needs y'all, to be- y'all y'all didn't have a problem with the the Stephen Hawking guy. He didn't that didn't. Oh, that's pretty okay. cool. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to see that. He makes Stephen Hawking look good. <laughs> a, a, a crank a cranky old deformed uh scientist yeah. who was yeah. it? it was uh what Do- dr dr um, magala okay M- magala yeah they're tweaking the what we know of captain adam a bit yeah. and that that's a good thing to make it fresh they had, they, had, they had a giant um atomic rat creature yeah it's pretty cool wow and, yeah. <laughs> I, I just think that, you know kudos to to williams uh and villa rubia this is just a beautiful book good yeah yeah, it was cool. I liked it. Thumb, the, thumbs up on the Captain Adam for me. My surprise of the week. Go ahead. Okay. That one, Captain oh, Adam, was, was, oh, was my oh, surprise. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. Pleasant surprise. Um, I knew that my, was the, the, the only other, uh, the, the last of the four that I was able to read before we recorded tonight um, was Birds of Prey. Hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. I wasn't sure if I should wait to hear the groan or the okay, um, and that was mostly because of Dwayne Straczynski because I'm a big fan of his novels. I enjoyed his mm-hmm. run on cable, uh, and 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 of course Iron Fist. Um, but as far as Birds of Prey as a title, I've read very, very little. And, oh really? And, yes, in all of the years, whether it's Gail Simone, huh. or anybody else, I, I, I just, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it was, if it was all the character. I don't know if it was Black Canary and Oracle, and I just, I, I don't know what it was exactly. But I just, I never got into Birds of Prey, so I figured, of course, with all of us trying, or most of us, Vince, trying the new number ones, and and um, <laughs> and and being written by a favorite of mine, I'll give this a shot and this one so far um i what, what have did no that complaints. mean well what i read you all the number ones you have not though oh well except saying, you, you, you yeah were, except no, green you, arrow yeah there's a couple arrow, that i'm just gonna shot. avoid yeah, right yeah exactly. all right so, yeah, you're right i'm sorry Got um, a little defensive it's all right it happens i'm stupid, I'm stupid. You. so um we, uh, <laughs> not until we, midnight we, <laughs> <laughs> i um I like this. I, I really, I don't know. I mean, it's it's another one of, I, I thought of this, Jason, when you were talking about 
Red Hood and 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 you know based on the cover you could tell that it's it's going to be Red Arrow and Starfire and but based on the cover of this you see one character in a photograph you see one character not at all and the other two have a big part in the issue and um, but it so that's just the whole that, that's the band together syndrome you know it's just it's just one of those things where these are the characters in this book but just not in this issue uh, this was um. This was another one where I thought was a pretty interesting setup. We 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 got the gist of at least two of the members of the team. Uh, there's one person who I guess for the most part we're seeing through um, we're seeing events unfold through his eyes, um, mm-hmm. and you know it was the art was fantastic. Jesus eyes is, is I just agree. this was yeah. this was a beautiful looking book. It was yep. it it just it was um, not Dotson, but it just it it. Everything, it looks good. There's nothing wonky. There's nothing. Uh, Gary Frank. Based on some of the. Thank you. Yes. Um. There's mm. just there's things in here that just that just fit and and it just it looks good. It flows nicely. Um. You know, as far as the cutscenes going between one week ago now, 15 minutes ago, it all made sense. Everything was clear. Uh. The um. The, the bad guys were interesting. I'll, I'll say I'll use that word a lot tonight. It was just <laughs> I, I I like the um I kind of like the setup and and I if based on his novels if uh, if it's one thing that um that Dwayne can do is is he can write women he can write confident women um, strong sure of themselves mm-hmm. and um and and that really just it it works and and that the the last page and panel leading up to the last page uh that pretty much sold me on wanting to get the second issue to see where this is going. I mean, before that, it was just, it was one of those things where, oh, okay, you know, it's just, it's, it's the good guys trying to find out, you know, what, what's going on or who, who they're fighting. But, um, I guess now that, you know, we'll say we have a casualty or something, I just, I, I, it, it hooked me. I, I, I do have, I mean, I, of course it helps that I have faith in, um, in, in the writer, but it, um, I I don't know if if the band is together at this point. I mean, we 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 went back and cut to to uh, to a previous time, and and it it ties in to Batgirl. So if you want to, or sort of, if if yeah. you, if and the, the completest mm-hmm. in you, if if you want to find out, you know, more about Barbara, <laughs> you can check this issue out for for a page. But um, I could I, I get I'm guessing I know what happens with as as far as uh, Black Canary goes. And and that's the only thing that would yeah, compel me yeah, to yeah, pick yeah. up the second issue. I bet you that that toxin that that yep. guy planted yep. on her lips. The only way it's going to be cured is I bet you it's a plant based toxin, and that's how Ivy comes into right. that. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh-huh. and, and I, I I don't know how I feel quite yet based on the cover alone. Since we haven't been introduced to the character, I'm not quite sure how uh, how I feel about the new costume yet, or whether or not. Um, whether or not she's even a Batman rogue in this universe, but uh, you know, I'm, I kind of am digging a little bit Katana's new look. I'm not sure if um, how much of her Batman and the Outsiders origins will carry over in into this, but um, being a fan of that character since she was first introduced, I'm I like the setup in this. See, that was the other thing with the Birds of Prey. I knew who the Huntress was. I just wasn't a huge fan. Lady Blackhawk really didn't do anything for me. So I, I kind of didn't want to read 
Birds of Prey just because I don't want to read a book about characters. I have no interest in if I want to do that yeah. adventure. So I just I I did like Birds of Prey number one. As of right now, as very of what I've read of this week, very very pleasant surprise. I I kind of had a feeling. Yeah. I, I mean, I was hoping that even if I didn't like it, I'd um have to find enough nice things to say about it just because I don't <laughs> want to read something by Dwayne and not be yeah. liking it. But I, I really did. I mean, it was, it was, it wasn't as quick. It wasn't as a quick read as, as maybe Supergirl, but there was a lot going on and, uh, and, and there was enough to, um, Canary's a badass. Yeah, she really yeah. is, you know, and it's, and it, yeah. it, everything was laid out nicely. You know, well, I can't scream because, you know, that'll, and of course, so, so they're choking me, so I can't scream. And it just, everything worked out. And I have no idea who, um, who Starling is, but she's, she's interesting enough, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. Cool. Yeah. Every, every, every time there's a character that I'm not familiar with, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm like, okay, it's got to be a wild strong character or something like that. <laughs> okay. Like who's Starling? She a wildcat? You know, blah blah blah. Uh, Jason but, and uh, Chris, did you read this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, sure did. It felt like an issue of GI Joe to me. Yeah, yeah, wow. absolutely. Okay. It, like the so, boys are away, and uh, Scarlet and company so it's Scarlet have to. Lady J. It, it just, it just the with the tech and the the like the ghost like costumes that yeah. uh, well, it just I, felt I think, like uh, GI Joe. The, hey, Jesus Sayas. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it could be a G.I. Joe artist easily. A good G.I. Uh, Joe artist. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Um yeah. Uh, like like Robert and the and Like Robert, you're yeah. right. Uh but yeah, you've you've got the tech aspect. Uh it's definitely some espionage. Even Canary's um uh, costume looks very um, yeah. Black ops looks very, you know, military. It's uh, not, yeah. It, it still has the, the the essence of the fish in it, but it's not like it, it's not Hooker esque. It's yeah. not All Star Batman and Robin. It's not the old stuff. Yeah. It's not just. She doesn't look like a streetwalker. Exactly. Yeah, it's a decent. It's a decent costume. I, de- I think it's an upgrade uh, from what we've had. You really see? Yeah, I I don't. I thought the costume bothered me actually. Of all the things, I I didn't like the costume at all. I like I didn't understand. I'm cool with changing the costume up, but like, how does she have fishnets and then she has fishnets on her arms? Like, that doesn't make any sense I, to I, me. Well, I, I, I think, I think, I don't know if it's really yeah. like that. That um, it's it's like Captain America's like puff. Right, pillow. that's how oh, I took well, it. See, too. then I would I would have been better off her just like then making it up than not having the fishnet pattern because oh, it's yeah. she's so iconic that she wears fishnets that. To me, I'm like, how the hell does she have fishnets on her biceps? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. But okay, okay. Yeah. If, if it's armor, then I guess I could see it. But I, I, I just, yeah. I thought that was a strange thing. But my, my, my own, my only criticism, and it's the same, same criticism I've, I've had on a few of the team books, is this is this is your one shot, just like Vince says. Yep. In most of these, you have one issue to hook people and and get them in. Get the band together in one issue. You can do it. It can be done. Yes. And and this is you know we've got two what two fifths of the team together in, in the. In, I think I think we have half of it because according is, to the cover, there, it's just it's it's the um, it's okay. Ivy Canary, Katana, and uh, Starling Starking. Yeah, it's like you know on the cover you've Whoever, you've got you, you've got you've got Ivy on the cover. So it's not going to be a surprise. But that's what we said. That's what we said with Justice League. 
we, we were introduced to two, maybe three of the characters, four, if you can, yeah. Stone football Yeah, player. not international, though. That did it the right way. Oh, absolutely, yeah. 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 With, yeah. with, exactly. with Pouty Guy exactly. Gardner running off. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Pouty? So, did you call Guy Gardner Pouty? <laughs> he's not Pouty, he's pissed. There's a difference. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, Asias has been around. He's, he's obviously done a lot of work, a lot for DC. Um, I uh, I thought the art was, was okay. Um but actually kind of getting back to what what I were praising with Capullo, my issue with this and, and, and size is certainly not alone, um, is that it was very uh functional, I thought the art, but I really felt, especially on some pages, that it was like three D model as he was he was like looking at a screen of three D model and then putting it on the paper. Looking at a screen like or like the characters were on model they were just drawn from spec um and, and i thought that took some of the life out of the action scenes like i i felt like i was looking at color forms versus an actual oh, scene wow. that had real movement like i i just uh like where starling's kicking the door closed and 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 on the on the 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 invisible ninja thing i i I just felt like that was like three different images that he created, then brought them into Photoshop together. Uh, I I just um, and I felt this way about his work in in, in other places too. Um, so so it it kind of was what I expected. Um, and it wasn't every panel. There are panels where I feel like like where he's where 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 Donna's going to meet with Barbara, and they sort of chat. And, um, that to me felt much more organic. Like, I felt like he, he, he sat there and he drew them from scratch in his mind and put them on the page. Like, I, I just, uh, um, I thought that that looked beautiful. But then, particularly with, with some of the action scenes and really when he uses the car, I felt like that was, um, let me get a model out of SketchUp of this car and let me pull it into the pages. Like, I, I just, uh, and, and again, I, I don't think he's not, I, I, I think that's being done all throughout comics now. So I, I, I don't think mm -hmm. he's alone think, in it. Yeah, right. I think it's, that's kind of almost like a house style now. So, so I, it, I'm not saying like that condemned the book for me, but, um, it, it definitely kept it from feeling special to me. Um, it, it felt sort of like just another issue to me. Um, and where I was actually really most disappointed is is Starling. First of all, she's a new character. Dwayne created her, um, but awesome. uh, seeing her on the cover, I was especially being uh, a fan of the of the ink. I, I was like, wow, this chick's this that's a cool looking character. Um, but like we're introduced to her where she's like staring and she's holding this gun, and it's like the gun's out of proportion. Uh, like I, I just felt like it, the holsters out of proportion. I just felt like again, like he had a, a very nicely detailed model, a female model to use, and then he had to try and figure out a way to work these <laughs> other pieces into her, which were a gun and her holding a door handle, and it just felt just like things don't quite oh, okay. all fit together, like a little. So it was, it was, it was <laughs> like a GI Joe comic. You real? Oh, <laughs> you really examined? See, I missed. I missed. All, I, I'm looking right at the page now, and I'm looking at her holding the door, and I see exactly what you're saying. But you know why I missed all of that? Because what she's saying, Kara heard in Supergirl. Yeah, I picked up on this. I picked. Up oh on wow! I not only that though. No, oh, not yeah. not That's only cool. that. The uh, what page is that? Before I, I don't want to waste too much time. It's 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 like the it's the uh, the opening page. It's like page three, page four. Yeah, um, right at the beginning. It's it's the credits page. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's, uh, but there, there's another instance 
where three. some three. some character was it in Supergirl that she hears a bunch of stuff that was in oh, another yeah, book? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was one of them. And then the other one was the, she's like the best killer in Gotham or something like that. Yeah, yeah, right. So they're 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 cross pollinating. That's good. Yes, I like yeah. that. Okay. So I'm sorry for wasting your time. Oh Go well, it, it, I will say, unlike David, I guess, and maybe you guys, I, I actually have read, I think, almost every. It's a prey issue. I it was one of the first comics when I was getting into DC that I read. I like Chuck Dixon stuff. I it's where I actually really got to like Gail Simone. I thought that was probably to this day, well maybe Secret Six, but I thought that's one of some of her strongest stuff. Um, I thought she really had to handle the characters and getting to the criticism of the um, of not seeing the whole team. I think that's fair, but I will say, and, and I don't know if this what Dwayne has be the same as what the prior incarnations of Birds of Prey have been. But in that in those prior incarnations, to me, the book's really been about Dinah and company. You know, like it's it's okay. been it's been well at the times Dinah and Barbara and company, but like, you know, they they've basically had like a roving team of female operatives that they use to for different missions and they come and go and they were the constants. So from that context, like we're kind of it seems like this Dinah is a little bit different. Like clearly she's murdered someone or, or at least accused of murdering someone um she's you know she's a fugitive um so i'm presuming she's not a member of the justice league i'm presuming she's not you know dating ollie or at least not babysitting ollie yeah um (laughs) so so this almost sitting this actually more like an a-team where there's these females that are kind of on the wrong side of the law at least from a public perspective but they're actually good Mm do-gooders so i'm I'm on board like i'm gonna like this was gonna be an easy sell for me because i i like the characters a lot um uh so so i'm definitely on board but i would say like i thought it was a solid b story and and like a a b to b minus art so it it didn't knock my stock but but it was enough because i like the characters unlike say captain adam where i don't really have much interest in the character that i'll i'll give the next one a shot and I think David, you know, I thought the last page was a uh, oh, okay, cool. Like that when that when that page happened, I was like, oh, here we go. Now that's an interesting. I yeah, now we're getting, yeah, now we're hitting. You know, now we're making things yeah. exciting. So. Yeah, homeboy done exploded. So <laughs> <laughs> after bleeding yeah. from the eyes. Yeah. Now uh, I know we're too long in the tooth of the DC, but I gotta hear David's thought. Now, oh, wait, maybe you didn't read it. Did you not read Catwoman yet? <sighs> I did not. I know. I know oh. Vince wasn't thrilled oh with it. God. I want to. I have to because it's it's uh it's Guillaume March who of course did uh the the opening stories on um on Gotham City Sirens and right. uh-huh. most of the most of the covers. I'm I'm all for the um the artist on this. I know And you won't Chuck be disappointed is writing it. Um I I did glance at the first page seeing her getting dressed, so I was just like, Oh, why can't I finish this before we start recording? But um I am uh I I'm looking forward to it. Not so much because of the character, mostly because of the artist. Right. Oh, it looks pretty. Well, not to spoil anything for you, David, uh you won't be disappointed in the art. Okay. Um, um March does a great job. I thought the art was especially the first page, the first page, the third page. There's a lot of really sharp pages in this. Good. The writing is abysmal. It is bad. It's did really he, bad. I mean, did he, oh. did he like, did, did there, hit there, in the head or something? No, there are, there are parts in this book where you read like really uncomfortable fan fiction. Well, actually, I was going to say, this to me was the most egregious example of fanfic under a act where someone got yeah. paid. I mean, uh, again, I, I really wish David had read this because, because I, I, the, the, the stuff that happens at the end just, I mean, again, I, I know I'm going to sound like I'm an 80 year old man, but I was just baffled that that 
that that's how they're going to start off a new like that. Yeah. I just couldn't fathom that that's what we were. I mean, and again, it's going to sound hypocritical relative to what I was talking about with the Corey stuff, but <laughs> but <Yeah>. like <laughs> I I like this was like I mean it, it was it, I don't know man. I don't oh know. come on now. Oh I, yeah, I'm flipping through it. Yeah. Really, the the sepia really? tone sequence with the flashback. Of um, Selena's days as the uh, the pro- as a prostitute, which they I'm glad. Oh, so they're carrying that over. Yeah, there's there's a flashback sequence in sepia tone. Really nice set of images, especially the one with Selena crying. That's a really strong image. And there's a lot of strong images in here. There's just the decisions made by the writer is why I, <laughs> I just don't. Uh, yeah. Um, somebody's going to get that, it's, that, uh, this will be artwork that I I'm sure you will hear a lot of complaints about like in the grand in the ether cuz this is uh you know March is a very uh I think he's he's very stylistic uh he definitely plays European feel there's a yeah, oh, definitely yeah. yeah very angular big proportions you know he oh, definitely over he oversizes different parts of the anatomy to kind of convey what he's trying bit. to do awesome. yeah a little bit um, which is fine, and I like it. I mean, this is an this is one of those stylistic things where it works for me, and I agree. It's very much evocative of some of the European stuff, and but 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 I I, I would not be at all surprised to hear a lot of people say that they're not going to continue on this book because of the art, yeah. you know, because it is it's different enough that it's 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 going to displease people that are expecting more sort of conventional superhero artwork. Well, if if you need that one issue of the week to see some dude taking a leak, then I guess this is your issue. <laughs> Yeah, well, it, I mean, I guess we'll just have to table this until you read it in next right. week. But, okay. but I, I, uh, the way it ended, I was just like, wow, like, really? <laughs> All right. Because we've been going so long, um, can we do, like, little bullet reviews of, of the rest of the stuff? J- Jason and I need to tag team on something. So, yes, yeah. we can definitely do that. All right. and, we're at two, and we're at two hours. It doesn't matter. We can keep going all night. Yes. Um, <laughs> some, some, some of us have some to get up. Well, it's okay. You can go again. We'll just keep going. The uh, <laughs> By far, the absolute bottom of the stack as far as the new 52, the issue that I felt was a complete and utter waste of my money and a complete surprise judging by the um history the writer has in the medium he he's he's uh, very much impressed me in the past uh, i i used to look forward to books bearing his name is this the bullet point review? yes i think uh, like you got to set it up do you want me to say uh legion was terrible there you go yeah, legion was absolutely <laughs> Horrible. It was an, a muddy, muddled, incomprehensible mess. And it, it is the antithesis of a good first issue. Throw all these characters at, at the reader. So it was just like Legion Lost. No, it wasn't like Legion Lost. <laughs> Legion Lost. Oh, I like Legion Lost. Me too. Le- I don't get the, the I can't follow Legion Lost because all the information's there. Levitt's. Oh, Levitz took uh, considered decoder ring? no. You need a decoder ring for Levitz's Legion. It's it's like I haven't read Legion in in about a year and a half, two years. I knew who some of the characters were. The rest is a complete mystery to me, and he didn't supply me with anything, any leads as to what the hell is going on and, and who these people are. The one thing I took away from the book, and and I thank him for this, is that the Flashpoint event has made time travel from the 31st century impossible. 
They can't get Supergirl or Superman to help them out. They are totally landlocked or time-locked now. You can't go back because of the Flashpoint event. Oh, except the League hmm. of Lost People. Well, since we're doing bullet points, I'll say this. Not feeling the art. Not at all. Like, Oh, on Legion? Really? Oh, I thought it was just... Oh, I liked it. That was the only oh, saving okay. grace of the book. Oh, I thought. I thought. Oh, uh, there's a there's uh the the way that I think it's harmonia is her. I, I mean, it's like it's like she got her half of her ass bitten off by a shark, and <laughs> and then her leg right. for in the healing process. Like I don't even know. Like, and uh, I don't know. See, uh, I, I thought the cover is really well done. I thought the cover well, I'm was about the right, interior. but but the art by uh, Francis Portela. I mean, the first like three pages are stunning. Mm. No, I agree. and then I think it just falls way off pace. Like I I I felt like this was. Oh, is is Harmonia the old uh, Dream Last Dream Girl? Um, no, it's Dream Girl. It's still Nora. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. it's the, okay. But that's who. All right, yeah, I see where exactly what he's talking about with her ass. Yeah, that that's a little off, but oh, it's rough. It's rough. Like yeah. I, I didn't know who this dragon wing person was. I have no idea who that is. What again? Just I, I thought art. I thought art weakest of the week. Uh, and yeah. and with Vince, I, I the story just. You know, I'm beginning to think maybe it's just Legion. I, I I've tried every incarnation of Legion, and it's just <laughs> other than the Legion Lost stuff with Abnett Landing, which as you guys know I adored. I I just. Uh, it just feels impenetrable, and I I know that we're gonna have our our good buddies on the forum that are come in and explain to it, and, and I get it. Like I and I I love that some of you all think it's the best stuff ever, and clearly that's cool. But I I just this just reinforces. I'm like, wow. I, I guess it's just not my cup right. of. But especially with a book like Legion that has such a checkered past and convoluted history and many attempts at reboots, don't you think Levitz would go out of his way to say, all right? We're going to have a bunch of new eyes on this. Let's make it accessible. It didn't happen. Did not happen. Total waste of my money. I will not be coming back to the 31st yeah, century yeah. other than Legion Lost. There you go. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> for, for all of the reasons that, that, um, that I didn't like Green Lantern, number one, I like Green Lantern Core. Ooh, sorry. Really? I'm yeah. Not, I'm not looking forward to Green Lantern Corps because isn't that isn't that one uh, isn't that Kyle's show? No, no that's uh, that's uh, that's the new the new Guardians. Yeah, the new Guardians. Uh, all right, thank you. Okay. Yeah, I I I really like Green Lantern Corps, but it's what I like about that book. It's space cops in, in space. space. Yeah. yeah, it's it's well, it it was it part of it was space cops in space, but a good chunk of it was. The lanterns back on Earth being human and like yeah, talking. but you know, well yeah yeah for like four pages not for like fifteen and I thought that was important because it showed that it showed that that guy and and John don't really belong on Earth that that they're they're lanterns and they're supposed to be out you know shooting interstellar bad guys and that's i thought those pages were important because it, it showed that they that they can't lead normal lives mm-hmm. and and then you know and then they're right back out there and well, you know so, how you you had said i think um when uh when brew baker's daredevil run ended and andy diggle took over i remember you were saying you just felt like Diggle stuff may be good may not be but you just were going to kind of wrap it up because you felt like it, it didn't just awesome. time yeah, yeah. I, I, after 
reading this and and Red Lanterns and and the Green Lantern, I, I I just I've come to that conclusion with Green Lantern. Like I feel like I had an awesome, amazing run experience that started with with, with Johns and Rebirth, and obviously went through the Sinestro, and it was awesome. And it was great comics, and I adored adored it from start to finish. And you're, but your your cup your cup runneth over. Yeah, I just I'm Lantern. just finding myself really. It's it, I just I can't think of a way now that these guys are gonna. Use these characters anytime soon. It's gonna wow me, um, and so I just feel like it's 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 not you, it's me. You know, it's like I, I just gotta, <laughs> nice. I just gotta roll. I gotta roll. Yeah, and and maybe, no, maybe, not to maybe we'll get back together in a year and have a cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah. Not to knock Fernando Pesarin because I thought his art was great. It, I thought it was really good. And, yeah. and Scott Hanna did did him a a, a good good turn, but yeah. I, I thought uh, Tomasi's story was a mess. Just. I, I, really? Yeah, there's no hooks here at all for me. Hmm. Yeah, I'm okay. kind of with you. I, I just uh, I felt it was kind of it was certainly not as I I think it wasn't as much of a misstep as as Green Lantern number one. No, but, no, you're right. But uh, <laughs> on two levels, well, I, and I did think Passarin Passarin's art was quite nice. I mean, the way he drew Owl was pretty sweet. And oh yeah, yeah, you're uh, right. So, so I, I dug all that, and the art definitely was good enough to keep me around. But uh, yeah, I just. Just feel like I've read this story twenty times before. Yeah, well, you can draw you can draw collars and ties, so that's a plus. And and I just <laughs> I wish somebody would. I wish somebody wow would no. It's, that that goes back ages with with Ed Bennis. It's um, I just just let let guy grow his hair out or something already because nobody makes his head look good. He's a jarhead. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh my God, dude! No, seriously. Throw the guy a bus, got that high and tight, you know. Just, oh boy! Just, All right, just, let's. Uh, how about we move on to DC Universe presents? In Anybody your travels. Wait, 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 wait. Can we? I mean, as far as last week goes, um, can Jason and I at least make Julian happy and touch on Mister Terrific real quick? Yeah, yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah, so, so a, a, I guess apparently a fairly controversial book, as it turns out. Uh, out really. There. For a number of reasons, which really were kind of escaped me, because I, um, so M- Mr. Terrific is an atheist, and they established that quite clearly in this book. Yes. Uh, apparently, is bothering a lot of people, which I'll just leave it at he that. Has and he's black. He's he's black. black. I know, but I guess anytime it's brought to the forefront as a character trait. Oh, it's it's not the golden age, Mr. Terrific. It's the black one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, you know, I said on the forums when we talked about this, because as David said, I didn't get a chance to read that one before. But right. I, I, I'm on board with this one, and I, and it seems like I'm in the minority. So, um, so we'll take it for what it is. But, but for me, it, it, it entertained me. Um, I have not been, uh, you know, Karen Starr is introduced in the book. Uh, it seems like it's going to be again. They're going to mess with her a little bit. I, I don't even know if this. I don't. We're not. I, I presume that it, she will be Power Girl and have those powers. Although we're not. We're just purely introduced to her, her as a uh, as a uh, civilian in this case. Um, she's uh, she's we, all we know about her is that she's uh, good looking uh, and uh, unbelievably wealthy. They established yes, that she's yes. a couple she's million a, dollars. She's a businesswoman. Yes. Um, and, and and I had sent to David because after reading the book, I said, "Dude, uh, are we to take that that uh, Karen and, and and Michael are friends with Benny's?" And uh, and he said, "Yeah." So I took it too. Now, now I don't know that that's they the take way they pills. It. What's that? They take pills? No, dude. No. Uh, <laughs> there's a scene where where Karen is 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 uh, on the couch in Michael's 
penthouse, and she's got a LA she's Lakers like a basketball jersey. Yeah, jersey. Capitals, no. Capitals. Yep. Sorry. Or, right, right. But it's it's pretty much a Lakers jersey with nothing else on. Looks and and he's standing off and sort of looking off uh, into the to the skyline, and he's just in like kind of actually though. If you look at that picture, kind of looks like he's Gorgon. But yeah, he's, he's you're right. Right. <laughs> he's just <laughs> in his, his pajama bottom, so it's almost like postcoital, like they're just chilling out. And uh, you know she's like, "Thanks for letting me crash here and stuff." So I, I took it to me like, "Okay, cool, like they're hitting it." But you know, I guess that's not explicit, unlike many of the other books this month, this this week, which clearly were quite explicit. <laughs> uh, it's more implied, but I thought that was cool. Like I dug it. Um, I uh, they've definitely played with him in terms of his his origin. He's he's got a more of an edge to him now. Um, and there's a reason why, which which I guess we don't have to spoil, but but. Uh, um, you know, he's kind of like they're kind of making him like a Tony Stark now. You know, he's he's yes. he's, more, he's more of an industrialist and a for-profit type of guy, and uh, um, he's the third he's, smartest guy now. Which he, he will let you know he is. Yep, he likes to tell people that um, he's, a, he's a cho. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he's yeah, been, he's too. he's been he's been the third smartest. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Amadeus Cho is the seventh smartest. He's the third smartest. Yeah. Um, I, I thought the art was good. I know a lot of people said they thought the art was inconsistent. I guess there are definitely pages where maybe it's not as consistent as others. But yeah. for the most part, I liked it. Again, getting back to Karen, I have never been a Power Girl fan the way she looks. I, I just the power lifter with fake boobs things never been appealed to me. So he didn't draw her that way. He drew her like a really beautiful blonde bombshell, and I'm all for that. So kudos for that. Um, I thought it was. The action scenes were 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 uh, fluid, and and I thought they had good like they had good motion. Um, so I dug it. I, I dug it. I, I I dug the whole premise. I, I dug the setup of the villain. I, I it worked for me. How about you, David? I I did like. I, I never really read JSA. The most of um, of Mister Terrific I read was probably during. Um, Infinite Crisis, where I guess he was teaming up with Luthor and and, and Batman to solve mm-hmm. some problems. Uh, you know, I just I remember the old Golden Age, Mister Terrific, and and Fair Play, and and here, you know, it's it's I guess the costume's a little different. We we get the backstory. Um, you know, I have no problem that, that that he's an atheist and 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 how he wants to live his life. I mean, you know, don't let be that. That's fine. Uh, the art. Yeah, was you know, that's how I live. It's um, the art worked. There, there were some things that I thought was a little wonky. You know, the the the, the, the Gorgon panel aside, when when he was talking to um, his son, I, I wasn't sure what was going on there because I don't know if if someone was supposed to have a um a, a, a Titan right kind of close cropped afro, if someone was supposed to have long wavy hair. Some of the colors were a little off. The um. The, the the as we get towards the end of the issue at the party, it, some of it reminded me of um, the oh man like like as if somebody was not quite ready for prime time like 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 doing work from innovation or or one of the Ooh. not first not eclipse but but one of the other indie publishers where it just it, it was almost there but just not quite and it was whether it was clothing or fabric or perspective things just I mean the, the story worked I mean as far as the words on the page and, and, and how everything was progressing and I everything made sense you know the the big bad and, and I mean I loved the dude when, when um, once they hear that sound 
or, 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 or whatever it is that, that's affecting them. And homeboy starts ripping into the waitress and, and beating up on the bum. And it was just, it was, I, I had no problem with what was going on in the book, just some of the art. And again, you know, we've talked about it on the forum. We know that they only have a certain amount of time. They're, they're not playing games. If, if the art's not done, if the work is not done, you will be replaced, and they have no problem doing that, it seems. So if, if, if we have to get the work done to get the books out, that's fine. Um, but it's just, it, it kind of, it hurts a little bit if you look at, say, Batman or one of the other books, and, and then you see a book like this, and you're like, you know, everybody has different styles and everybody works differently, but it's just, there are times where it's just kind of wince a little bit. I will be back for the second issue. Um, I was a little, I guess, put off by the non-appearance, and I guess the same thing can be said about Birds of Prey, the the lack of the big bad. We we just know something's going on, but mm-hmm. we have no idea who. I'm, well, I, I guess it tells you in, in the in the next issue, introducing or or we bring you brainstorm. But um, you know, it was just one of those things where we were we got a whole lot of Mister Terrific here and his attitude and his personality. Um, but I, I, as far as controversy or 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 you know the the Jungle Fever thing or anything like that, I had I I didn't. I didn't pick up on that. I guess just like I said, like like, like Vince was laughing. I just you know, if that's who you are, then I I have no problem with with how <laughs> wants to live their life, even if it's a comic book character. So <laughs> if you're hung up on that, then you got other issues, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but, but I mean, well, what about the uh, did did I mean there were obviously I thought there were two parts though where I did feel like the dialogue kind of slapped 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 that whole issue into the face. Yes, like. And that that again, I think I said in my review on the on the forum, I said, look, I, I it, it definitely stuck out. Uh, if that continues, it will probably annoy me to the point where that may influence whether I want to keep reading the book. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a pass and assume that that's just maybe a little ha- it came out a little hackneyed and wasn't the way it was intended. But but right because uh, this, this might be the first time someone's seen this character. Uh, we're we're trying to introduce you to them. I can definitely if yeah if if. If he starts pulling that crap in, in the second issue or the third issue, and he starts talking about, well, just say thank you, black man. You know, I yeah, don't, yeah. I don't, I don't need to, to. I first of all, the dude ain't blind. He knows you're black. He doesn't. It's just, it was just one of those things where, yeah, it just, it came out of. This isn't. It's not an essential yet. This isn't a showcase. I know the dude's a black dude. I don't need to know. <laughs> right, it's, right, right. You know, it's, right. it's not like someone got hit with a yellow lamp in, in a green yeah. lantern. Issue, oh boy. So. I know. So. All right, and then and then the scene with Karen, and she's basically being eyed up by, I'm presuming a, 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 again, we're led to believe this is a, a woman who maybe has or has a relationship or has had a relationship in the past with, with Michael, and and they do the whole like almost like cat fight, like sizing each other up, and and then you know it's like you know Karen's like, well, is it because I'm a white woman, and then you know. And, <laughs> The black, and then the, the black woman's like, well, no, you know, or, or she's like, Am I, is it because I'm a white girl? And then, of course, and then the, the 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 black woman's like, well, I don't know about you, but I'm a I'm a black woman, and you know, we and like, you know, she makes an allusion like, you know, if you're a black woman, you've been through more. And and I was like, you know, like I could like actually see like the white, you know, because again, like you alluded, I mean, I I I think that is a real issue to some, like you know, especially I know, you know, I I do know some. Some you know people of color that have issues with with interracial dating, and you know that is what it is. So like I guess I could see like that conversation happening, but it just felt like out of 
it just sort of felt like out of place in what was largely a sort of like upbeat, almost like kind of um, fun-loving sort of book, you know? I mean, other than that, like where he's kind of like a, a pimp and a player and they're kind of introducing you to this guy that's kind of got like a pretty cool life. It just seemed like a little bit like, I mean, is that, so I, I was like, okay, they have a little tete a tete, cool, I get it, whatever, you're going to bring race into it, so be it. But like, if, if every issue we're going to kind of have those moments where he's just like, you know, I'm a proud black man, and don't forget that, like, that's going to, that's just, because that's just a no, like, I think that's over, yeah. that's overdoing it, you know? You don't like, need to, I mean, actions speak louder than words. We know what he's doing. We know that, I mean, he's, as he's talking to the police when they were interrogating the prisoner, and, and I mean, it just, his, the way he, even his internal monologue, we, we, we get it. We know what he can do. We know that um, we know he can get the job done. He doesn't need to say it aloud to just bystanders. It it just it it it, it sounds forced. Yeah, yeah, that's all. Almost as like he's wearing his um heart on his sleeve, huh? A little bit. A little something something. There you go. Alright, so so uh Vince you wanted to talk about uh Dead Man or whatever it's called? Yeah, real quick. I thought it was great. Um, oh, there you go. Jenkins on words, and there are a lot of them. Yes, uh, there the, are. <laughs> that oh. that may that may turn somebody off, but I, I thought uh, it was wonderful. Uh, Bernard Chang did a great job on the art. I'm see, gonna keep, now, stick I, with I, it. I, wow. See, now, I, I, what, I you remember, No, I'm, no. Okay, I'm I'm just Bernard Chang to me is the second life Doctor Mirage. So if if I get a glimpse of that, then I'm looking forward to this book I, i'm a fan of jenkins set centuries or you know yeah well the return aside um <laughs> I, I i like boston brand i like dead man as a character i don't know if this dead man in this dc universe is, is reminiscent of the dead man that i remember but um i'm the creative team i i wasn't sure this was the one book where i was just like i mean i know we were we were knocking the whole detective and Tony Daniel thing and whether or not we were going to go through all 52. But this one was one where I was just like, I could probably let this one slide. But once I did see who was working on it, I, I, I figured I'd check it out. Hmm. One and done, son. Okay. Wow. Yeah. You too? Yeah. I think, I think yeah. you're both nuts. But what are you going to do? Uh, it, um, the, art, the art was... Yeah, pedestrian. Pedestrian? <laughs> I thought it was oh, rough. I really for did. real? Yeah, I think I think it, I think it's BMW. Of- he forgot to draw the, the left hand, the left side of the BMW. I mean, he takes a line from the middle of the car to the windshield as it, he 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 literally forgets that the BMW has a second half. Like I, I it's it's, I, and he tries to do like mixed mediums at points, like where he has like almost photographic underlay to convey like memories, and I just kept thinking like, wow, this is like, this is like what would happen if J.H. Williams tr- tried to do what he does without knowing how to do it. Like it was. Yeah. Well, I think that I think that's a little harsh, dude. Bro, I, there, there's there's a take a look at that. I mean, talk about anatomy. Look at the the scene where where you got the girl on the stripper pole. I mean, she she either either she's eighty or or her breast goes. She has no breast until it gets to her belly. Um, this this blue creature thing. I, I mean, I, I'm assuming that she's supposed to be super skinny, but I I mean she's. She's got like a three-inch waist and like a two-inch neck. Like I, I just don't, I, I don't know what's going on. I, I... A lot of the <laughs> panels, her neck is part of her neck is obscured by her hair. Mayhap. It is. Look at the way her hair 
moves around her. Let's get back to the stripper then. I don't. I mean, <laughs> I, I, well, I guess the weird thing for me on this one is I genuinely thought like that there were. You're not going to convince me that Bernard Chang penciled every 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 panel on this. There's the the same person did not pencil every one of these 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 pages. He had wow. someone or more than one person in his studio ghosting for him. Because it, it's way too inconsistent from panel to panel to convince me it's the same person. There is no way one person penciled this book. I see uh, a lot of the streamlined economical approach of like a Ernie Cologne in this art. I think it's oh. really good. Oh, Ernie's rolling over in his grave. No, oh. it's not. It's, a, it's very similar. Wow. wow. I, I, think, I, th- Ernie, I, th- I apologize I, to you, bro. I think he compares to, to Kirby. Oh, <laughs> you don't be a dick. <laughs> no, that's all right. He's going to be leaving soon anyway, so we'll be able to talk more. Uh, did you guys read Blue Beetle? Yes. No. Very surprising. No. Very surprising. I liked it a lot. Really? Dude, yep. Can I just take a pause? You told me before we logged on, you sent me like two messages saying how what a letdown this week was. Like, what happened between then and it, now? It, like, it was. I mean, if you want to go through the list, I can give you a list of stuff I didn't like. Okay. Bir- Birds of Prey, uh, Catwoman. Uh-huh. Um, the lantern stuff. Okay. I I didn't like Nightwing at all. I didn't like Red Hood, uh, Supergirl. The art was, you know, I okay. there was so that's like one, two, three, four, five, six. That's six out of the whole batch. I didn't like. That's a lot of books, right? That's half. That's half ish. Yeah, I just uh, Night Nightwing was pretty, but I didn't, I didn't but, read the. Uh, um, I didn't read any of the Jaime Blue Beetle prior to this. Like, not a not a. Other oh, than his really? Teen Titans. So my question is: Is this basically like a a point for point just restart of what we already saw, or, or are they switching no, it up in some way? No, the origin's different, but the characters are the same. Like, but wasn't uh, all that? But the reach and it being it wasn't all that. Right. That's it? yeah. That's the same. But the the way uh, Jaime got the scarab, um, it's not. No, that's not the same as this. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I I thought the creatures were inventive and and nicely done, and I like the fact that they're carrying over the the characters from the last book, uh, including um, the the ant who was uh, a, a big part of the last series, uh-huh. uh, Tia. Yeah, and, and it looks like they're bringing uh, Monsieur Mala in here and Brain. Yeah, they and, and, they're like that. Yeah, like at least the the Brain Trust or the Mala the yeah. Brain. Yeah, and th- this uh-huh. one dude with the the skeleton costume. Uh, he looks just like one of the shocker guys out of uh, the Japanese Common uh, uh, Rider series. It's like so. Okay, ding. That that's a score for me. I just thought visually it was really cool, and the story was a lot of fun. That's drawn by Egg. So yeah, yeah, that was the thing for me. I was really excited about it because of Egg's uh, work on Pet Avengers. Um, yeah, I thought it looked great, and uh, and I had no problem with the story. Like again, I I, I was reading it thinking like have that it it's it's evoked a lot of what I had heard about the last series, but having not read it, it was still pretty much new for me. And, uh, you know, they, they were, there were super powered villains in it and lots of action. It seems like he's got a cool supporting cast. I mean, this, this is, this definitely scratches that itch for people that want like a, you know, a Peter Parker type of, you know, teen get, you know, I, I, yeah, I had no issue with it again. Not much. The reason I didn't read the, the last incarnation of Jaime, it's not a character that, appeals to me specifically all that much but but i i had no no issue with this first issue i i thought it was fine i i probably won't personally keep going with it but not because it lacked equality hmm. just don't yeah, yeah just, I didn't, character. 
Yeah, just the character didn't do much for me, but I, I thought it was a fine first issue. It was oh, totally okay. And Chris? Uh-huh. Oh, did, did you read it? No. No. Oh. no, I haven't read it. Oh. My God, people, I only had like an hour after I got home. <laughs> oh, boy. That's so, all. Uh, oh, oh, Nightwing. No, Nightwing. Yeah. 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 yeah it grounded the character in the circus atmosphere. Other than that, yeah. pass. Yes, yeah, I agree. Cool. I saw Rob uh, Liefeld tweet today that he thought that uh, Eddie Barrow's R was the best of the 52. And... Ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I guess he's, I don't know if it's like holler at your boy type of thing or whatever, but. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, bro. <laughs> yeah, too many double page spreads. Way too many. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Rob, to Kirby, though. Rob Stop also it. no oh. he's he's just being a douche. Rob also <laughs> said that you know this DC 52 stuff is fine but the real excitement's going to come next week with Wait, Frank Miller's it. Holy Terror. Seriously? He did say that, yeah. Yeah, give me a break. And who someone replied to him like I totally agree. Uh Yeah, well, you have Loika? that. I don't know. I don't think it was Pat. No, no. Pat's not that crazy. Yeah, that's oh. all I'm saying. Um, so yeah, yeah, the, yeah, and I think probably just just a note to listeners because I know that there are probably a few Marvel fans and and the folks that, that and, other non and, and other non B2 and other non DC fans. It's like this is literally a once in a lifetime definitely thing, thing that we're going through. We're gonna do it one more time next week. And then we're going to get back to talking about a much wider variety. Yeah. And, and I'm buying. I'm going to transition for the ones I'm going to keep to mm-hmm. the not dollar ninety nine digital. So I'm not going to be reading a DC book outside of Vertigo for two months because I'm going to wait for right. a yeah. month. Yeah. So exactly. you'll hear plenty of of non DC talk from that point on, for at least for you know, hell yeah. So so it, it's it's coming. I yeah. You know, I even have some stuff that I've been reading, but uh, you know, kind of wetting it, wetting it stockpile but you know this is for us to not talk about this stuff we would be remiss because i mean this this is this is never going to happen again for dc i give it six to twelve months before we do this with marvel um but you know then (laughs) i don't know with this cable thing how often do we how often do we talk about shit that happens today i mean we've done it once or twice in a couple of years, we've been doing this. It's not we. We don't often. We did it with with maybe Final Crisis. We've done it with a couple of things here and there, but we very yeah. rarely talk about things the day they happen. So yeah, it's exhausting. It is. Too it, bad, is. Yeah. Yes. it is. I'm. I'm, it's I'm ready. Work, man. I'm. I'm ready for the end of month one. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's true. It's Tag true. Me in. <laughs> All right. Well, this DC roundup has been brought to you by. Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com. Spectacular discounts on your favorite comics and collectibles, 35 to 75% off. Great packing shipped to your door by a costume custodian of the United Parcel Service, uh, soon to replace the U- United, uh, uh, the, uh, what the frig am I trying yeah. to say? Yeah, oh, it's yeah. late. The Postal Service, as you, uh, your letter carrier, I bet you. Um, in your travels, hey, uh, in two weeks, probably. I wasn't going to talk about this week, but let's be realistic. I can't uh, until next week's over. Go out and get Prison Pit Volume Three, and we'll yes. all we'll all talk about it together in two weeks. I think you should just do a Prison Pit podcast. Oh <laughs> Jesus, is it good? Oh my God, it's so good. It, it is the it is the I book for me. Really. It looks great. It is the book nice. for me. 
uh, in your uh, in your travels, uh, because everyone's spending tons and tons of money uh, buying up all these new DC fifty two books, uh, I'll point you in the direction of something that is both awesome and free. Ooh. It is. It is uh, one year. It is five pages a week. It is zero planning, and that all equals one sweet ass story. I'm talking about Blast Furnace from uh, Ryan Brown, who we've talked about uh, from God Hates Astronauts. Yes. He's doing. He is doing a daily web comic. He took the concept of the 24 hour comic, and he is stretching that an entire year and doing uh, five pages a week uh, for 52 weeks. And you can find it at BlastFurnaceComic.com, and it is chock full of hit-you-in-the-face awesome. How is that possible? Hit-you-in-the-face awesome? He's doing a page a day. It is hit-you-in-the-face awesome. He does a page a day. Cool. Insane. Good. And it's so funny and so good. It is uh, it is blast furnace recreational uh, thief. Sweet, so good. Yep. So go and uh, go and read you some uh, some blast furnace. It is uh, it is so good. And and Ryan Ryan is I think one of the one of the really um, fresh and unique voices in comics. And he is not afraid to have fun. Awesome. Love so there it. you go. Like Johnny Ryan. There you go. Exactly um, what I was thinking. I know. I know. Jason and I will, in in two weeks, talk about the new Greg Rock append Punisher. But in the meantime, uh, in your travels, I in between say, <laughs> go ahead and uh, and check out Punisher Max. And I wasn't sure if I was in the mood for a Max Universe Punisher, especially after. The Great Run by, by Garth and, and uh, I just I was kind of okay with leaving it there but um, I, I, I like Jason Aaron and I am a Steve Dillon fan this is um, this is building uh, I guess I'll say building on what what Garth did but it's um Aaron's telling his own stories. He's he's introducing uh, Wilson Fisk, the kingpin of crime, in the Max Universe. He's introducing Bullseye into the Max Universe. Electra, uh, the first seventeen issues, all oh, the seven, yeah, the, the each, the first issue is basically the first the first arc. The first five issues is um, is the kingpin setting that up, and and how he becomes the kingpin of crime is is pretty pretty interesting um it's not you know it no daredevil nothing nothing that uh, you've read in peter parker's spectacular spider-man anything like that happens in this how, how wilson becomes the, the the kingpin and uh and then the second arc dealing with with bullseye who um who was hired to take on or to take out frank castle this frank castle is old this this could be frank yeah, this could be Frank Castle's last stories. Um, he, we're we're definitely tied in to Vietnam. They reference that quite a bit. Uh, so he's been doing this for many many years. They they know that um, that, that that he's older than dirt. He uh, they they kind of gotten away from 
what Marvel used to do was in the 616, they had Rikers with a Y, and in the Max Universe, they, they spelled it correctly. Here, now it's back to the Y. So it is, it, it is the Marvel Universe, but told in a Max style with the curse words, with, with, with the breasts showing, with, uh, with, with the gore and violence. Uh, we're also introduced to Nick Fury in the form of flashbacks because Frank isn't quite right. But uh, I am enjoying it. I think I'm enjoying it more for the Steve Dillon art because like I said it, it, Aaron's really not tapping new ground, but he's, um, and actually they reference Valley Forge, which of course was, was Garth's last arc on, on uh, the Punisher Max title. But uh, it was, um, I, I'm liking it more more than I thought. I thought I was just pretty much done with the the over the top Punisher stories, but um, when you put Steve Dillon on it, it it's kind of hard for me to look away. So I am enjoying it. If if um, if you're not digging the Greg Rucka Punisher, and I, I don't know why why you wouldn't really, because I am. But it's it's um, it's if if you need that that max fix for the Punisher, then then check this out. Nisman, you got a lot of nerve busting my balls about being wordy. What? Ne- right. ne- next time you got to get on David. Longest in your travels ever. Right, that was a. Uh, that was a. It, I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. Uh, <laughs> four star studios, double feature in your travels. Uh, so uh, either go to their site or if you're uh, if you're with the new millennium like me. Uh, some other folks grab your iPad <laughs> and download that that piece. They have now put out six different uh, two featurettes. The most recent being the horror double feature number two, featuring the second uh, part of the Jack Kraken story, which is by yeah. Mr. Tim Seeley. It's a character he created, I think, when he was what like six or something like. Yeah, six. he was young, um, and uh, it was the it was. Jack Kraken was featured in the very first of the double features as well. Uh, and the other story is called The Carpet Baggers by uh, two wonderful human beings written by Miss Karina uh, Bechko, who many people know as Gabriel Hardman's lovely wife and uh, also the uh, author of uh, many, many a comic that you're soon going to be reading if you haven't already read some of her work. And Heathen Town. Uh, exactly, and she was the writer of Heathen Town. And then there is uh, the artist is by none other uh, than Kyle Latino, mm-hmm. forum favorite Kyle Latino. So that's right. All right. Uh, before we go, uh, today was Mister Hardman's last issue of the Hulk, issue forty-one. I just want to say thanks. Thanks for the run, dude, because it was awesome. And I don't care who they get on the book, you will be missed, brother. Uh, so thank you, thank you for that. Yeah, even Zercher. I, I love Hardman's art. I love him. Oh yeah. God, what's not to love? He, he, but there's, there's going to sneak in the Planet of the Apes mini. That's right. That's what I was going to say. So thank, <laughs> thanks, boom for for grabbing them because they were smart to do so. Hardman and Apes, jeepers! It's a no brainer. Written by Gabe and Karina. <laughs> I know. That's right. So yeah, go. yeah. Thanks for being here. Uh, we will be back next week with more DC, and then after that, it's no holes barred, uh, cage match, whatever, anything goes. Yeah, Gabe Hardman drawing apes. <laughs> oh. Mustache, stash, cash. <laughs> My kids are still doing that shit, and now they put another commercial out with new sounds. We watch it every morning. Oh, Vinny comes up to me. He goes, oh, "Guess what they said on regular show?" I said, "What?" And he whispers in my ear. He goes, "Pissed." 
I know. I said, I said, oh, <laughs> just don't let your mother hear that. I got over that, yeah. Yeah. All right, people, thank you for being here. We love you. We're out. Funny love internet you. videos. Address all. With the double date. Oh, oh, I know. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Bye. It's solid. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bye. Later. Bye. Later, potato. Bye. See you, Chris. <laughs> now it's time Bye. for 11 o'clock after dark. That's right. See you. Later. All right, all right, we done. <laughs>